warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant groups. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour. Uh, we're going to phones now to start the hour. Harry Murdahl settles in. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG and you can get in. Uh, Speedy, Adler, Greg, not here yet, but we'll be here bro, later in the show uh, due to Hurricane Zeta. So, Greg, go like it in. I, you know, I don't know what's happening. I hope my dad doesn't find out about this. I mean, uh, the, but he, he can't drive over some limbs? Uh, I mean, it, it, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a little caught off guard by this myself. If, if, if dad finds out about this, I mean, he, he, you didn't go oh, to yeah. work because of some limbs? Yeah, I, uh, I don't understand I, this. I, I know. It's a. Um, I mean, I, I, matter of fact, I think it kind of got here. Has it got leaves on the driveway or something? I, 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 like ham, say? I, mean, I, I, I cranked a blower up at 4 a.m. with Mabel. Your Mabel. neighbors are going to love you. They by are. Because the those are. blowers are probably one of the most offensive sounds. They're mm. offensive in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, is Greg that struck? High pitch, they really are. That high pitch. <laughs> Hey, does Greg truck depend on electricity? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just. A, oh, well. I'm confused by that. A little baffled. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I know he didn't need to drive in it. Yeah. That that you know, but it's gone. Yeah, I know. It's uh, uh-huh. I, I, when That's I don't know. I, when, in Tennessee. When yeah. I when I left this morning, it was nowhere near around any of us. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, maybe maybe there's a big tree. Uh, that could, could be it. It could be. It could be I mean, it. It's, a giant tree. He's got, yeah, it must be a giant one. He's got a lot of land like he could to, ride around. Had to cut a hole and drive through <laughs> like a redwood. Maybe maybe he's uh, <laughs> maybe he's he's been a good little brother and he's over my house to get my power back on. Could be. Could be that. Uh, Let me ask you this. Did you see Trump's rally yesterday in Arizona? And just kind of out of nowhere, Trump says, look, look, look at that. And here's something you don't think about at these rallies, okay, that go on. And by the way, they're there for Biden, too. They both have protection. There's an airplane that gets too close to the rally. Hams, did you see this? Uh, Yeah, they had to. Didn't they have a couple of F-16s? An F-16 fires flares. Yeah. Sure warning the plane to leave the area. Now, we could ask some of our pilots that listen. Look at that. Rick, there it is right there. And and Trump starts pointing it out from the microphone. Look, look, look at yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So if if that plane does not detour at that point, what's next? I, do they load up some sidewinders? Well, according and, to, according to this, uh, the U.S. Air Force intercepted an unknown aircraft flying too close to Trump's campaign rally, as you said, Bubba, in Arizona. Listen, uh, see if they got audio on this. Rick. What this kind of jets? What did I mess that up? Is it was it F sixteen? Yes, it was two F two F sixteens okay. that were patrolling over the over the rally. I don't know my planes. Right, as you're well up, as I Adler. Need to, my jets. Yeah, so Adler, he he, he thinks he's got it here. So we'll we'll look and see. Uh, Adler, I'm sorry, I told you we were going to phones here. <laughs> oh, look at that! Look, look, look! Oh, look at that! They gave the president a little display. <laughs> <laughs> Does he not know what they're I doing? I guess he does. Does he really think that? Look. <laughs> right there. <laughs> How about that? You missed the signal he gave. <laughs> How about that? So, so, so they, Trump thought that they were just giving him a display. They were actually trying to get an airplane out of the area that was too close because these where these events are held, they are no-fly zones. Yep. And for Biden, too, and the both VP candidates. So it it does me good to know that we do have things in place that are being done that we just don't know about every day, and I'm glad of that. I don't want to know about it. Just do what right. you're supposed to do. Did he think it was a display, though? Well, you heard him say that. He said right. they gave the president a little display. 
they were trying to get a Cessna out of the area that could have been loaded with bombs or something. To the phones we go. Philip is in the great state of North Carolina. Philip, go ahead. Welcome to the show, buddy. Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? Fantastic. Good to hear it. I'm just sitting out here on Topsail Beach in North Carolina spending my 401k before Biden can get a hold of it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> That's good. I'm usually, I'm, I'm from Athens, Alabama. I listen to you guys for a long time. Thank and you. I just got, I just got one thing to ask, uh, probably a couple of things, but I got one thing to ask and I've been waiting to hear it for quite a while, but nobody seems to ever be bringing this up or at least pointing it out. And that gal, Robin, that foul mouth gal, Robin, yesterday afternoon just finally pushed me over the edge and I thought, well, I'm going to call and find out if my thinking's wrong. And so, you know, I don't understand if they don't get, they being the left, the Democrats, that if if Biden gets in office and if he does roll back everything that Trump's been doing on corporate taxes and things, these guys, these corporate industries, they're just going to do exactly like they did in Obama, and they're going to leave the United States. Yeah. They're going to Canada, Mexico, New Zealand, Australia, wherever they can go to get the better tax rates. Yep. And, of course, there go the jobs, and yep. if there go the jobs, then the unemployment's going up. And then they're going to have to have, that's why they had to have the Obamacare, because they didn't have anybody employed and nobody could afford the insurance. Uh, well, let me ask you this too, Philip. Think about they, No, this. they don't see it that way, Phil. They really don't understand that. And here's the other thing. If they endure, where do you think, I think, I think when we say corporations, people think, oh, there's this room with a bunch of evil people sitting in it. Corporations are your parents that are retired that own stock in 401k plans we all own corporate america we are the stockholders okay (laughs) whether you like it or not that's most everybody's involved at to some level in the stock market okay so let's just say i'm i'm mr stop i'm mr corporation and i make whatever i make widgets okay that's always the business example (laughs) I, i sell widgets well I don't have some special machine where I pay my taxes out of. Guess what I do? I get money out of widget sales to pay my taxes, just like everybody else does. So I'm paying 21% tax that I have to get out of widgets. Well, guess what? Boom. Overnight, it's going to go back to 34%. Well, where am I supposed to get that money? I don't have a – there's not a special account, a box where money appears into it. I don't pay it out of my personal – uh, income or my personal bank account, what I do, the corporation pays it out of its proceeds from sales of widgets. So guess what? If my tax liability went up, I have to raise the cost of the goods to cover the the consumer of every company is who pays their taxes. Yeah, it's not magic. I mean, do we not know this? Well, back to Philip's question, I don't think they do, and they don't. Like he said before, they don't. They have this mentality. That you can tax, 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 cost, 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 cost companies, and then when they go somewhere else for a better way to make a living, then they're demonized for it, but then you don't create an environment we have now to bring that business back. People are not just going to sit there and take it, and they don't seem to understand that they live in like a fantasy world, to you just describe and Philip just described. They honestly, if you don't believe that, listen to Robin yesterday. They honestly have no idea how it works. No. No, they don't. I, I think for us to be because if they did, a, they they would be they would be conservative. The, the failure of the capitalistic system is we have not educated students how it really works, 
And they, then they get educated by what they see on social media and MSNBC and people with agendas, and they have no idea. They have no idea. I mean, it's just, it, it, it just bum-fuzzles me the level of, no, you, of ignorance that we have on <laughs> just this. Just wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> yeah. <but> you, I'm, <laughs> I'm searching hard for words. <laughs> I, know, I like it. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I, I, don't, I don't get that. They don't, they don't follow that. So, like, let's say Ford. Okay. Well, we're going to jack up the cost of Ford. Okay. We're 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 going to tax them because they're they're a corporation. Well, yeah. There's people that work at the corporation, but guess guess who owns the corporation? I do. You do, Rick Hams. Most of you listening, anybody's got a 401k. You probably have some Chevrolet, GM, or Ford in your in your portfolio because it's if it's going to be well balanced. Me, mom, papa's got it. That's right. My grandmother, granddad, your grandmother, granddad. They're they're all dependent on Ford to sell trucks, so they get they get a little dividend, they they get a little money back for, for retirement. Well, you jack that price up, they have to jack the cost up. They don't sell as many trucks. Who does that hurt? Does it hurt somebody in the ivory tower at Ford? No, not really. They might not get a little bonus they got coming, but who it really hurts is all of us that owns the company. Y'all, no. it's like we're shooting. It's like we have a robber in the house and we're shooting ourselves. All you needed I don't to hear. Get this. All you needed to hear yesterday is Robin said that she wanted the, everybody over four hundred thousand dollars to pay their fair share of tax. When we finally asked her what she thought that was, she said twenty five percent. And I said, "Oh, I'll take that deal she anytime." Had, she had no idea what these people actually paid. I'm sorry, I took up the phones. Let's we'll, do it. We'll take more phones next year. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the real Greg Burgess has arrived, and he was so sweet to wave to us outside when yeah, he came good in. Good to see you, again, Greg. That was so good to Glad see you. I was listening to you, Rumps. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to get here? About two hours and fifteen minutes. It normally takes me an hour twenty. So, so just trees everywhere. Every choice I made was the wrong choice. God, I, hate that. I should have just went with the way I normally come. You think? Because you, you know, know, I got a lot of uh, rural areas that I go through till I get to the interstate. Once I get to the interstate, I'm good. Well, I thought until I got here in 65, like a parking lot. Yeah, I thought because I don't come that way. I work. thought your biggest obstacle was actually get out to work, get out from where you live. Yeah, well, no, it was fine. It wasn't that bad. But I chose to go. Well, I normally go one way. I said, well, I'm gonna go another way because it's got better roads. So the chances those roads will be cleared. But it, well, I was wrong. I ended up, you know, where I, how I came from my house through downtown Anniston Noble Street. No, you did. Yeah, no. so, 202. So you did you? So hear, you that did, tells you how good that that went. Did you hear us having a little fun with you? Yeah, I heard you. That's fine. <laughs> you. So what do you, what do you think about my power situation? I think this is just me because I've been listening on the way over. I th- obviously you called quick, right? Yeah. Or computer. I think you got one of the phases out. You got three phases going through there. So that's why some of your neighbors were still on. Okay. And nobody else that was out had called in. I think you were the first one. Okay. Because the only reference it had was when you called in on, on another outage, right? That's correct. So I think that nobody else had called in. Yet. Okay. So he did the right thing. Yes, yeah, you always, always call. Greg, always you know, Greg call. taught me always call. Always, always call. call. To always give them the callback call. number so they can call back and make sure you're I on did. when, they, when I did. they're cleared up. I did. I gave it to him. Uh, Jeff in Tennessee. Jeff, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm doing great. How are y'all guys doing? Fantastic. Hey, brother, I got a question there. My wife posed to me a couple weeks ago, and it's been getting, it's been having me thinking about the Democrats. If someone who is a true believer in Jesus Christ, how can they consider themselves to be Christians and still be a Democrat? 
Well, you got to be careful with that, and I understand what you're saying because there's some glaring things that that we all would say the Bible is extremely clear on where life begins and God's standard for marriage and gender. Those those are glaring. But where you got to be really, really careful is somebody might have asked you the same thing if you voted for Mitt Romney. I got you. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think so. Thing- when you start labeling it like that, like if I do this, I'm a Christian. If I don't do that, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a Christian because the Romney vote for some people who claim to be Christians was was not a vote for a hope uh, for for something that is uh, that 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 the Bible would say is heresy and blasphemy, and he was a high ranking Mormon, and you know what? All I heard from all these people that are writing all these articles now, I'm talking about pastors and all that. All these anti-Trump people, where were they when 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 Romney was running? I, di- I didn't see him writing any articles about that. And, um, and and Jeff, here's the thing too: our salvation is is decided by God and God alone. Uh, but we we all make mistakes, and we all can be on the wrong side of an issue, the wrong side of a discussion. Um, and it not affect our salvation, but we—I certainly understand your point because yeah, sure. I think that you have to be at a certain level where these things would bother you to the point you could not go along with them. And I do understand that side too. I think you have a clearer choice this time, even beyond that, uh, where you didn't have as clear a choice when it was Obama against Romney from a from a follower of Jesus standpoint. And and but in this case, you with Trump. You know, and and I think Al Mohler wrote wrote a great article about it. I've heard about the Piper article, and and then then I listened to Steve Farrar and and Mohler and and Farrar are on the kind of the same page that I'm on. I would respectfully disagree with Piper if he's going to vote for Biden that somehow that's more of a Christian vote. Uh, And I have great respect for him. I'm just talking about this. And again, where was he when Rodney was running? You know, we talked about to Russell Moore about that, and everybody got upset about it. But if you if you're going to sit down and write these kind of articles that say there really is no true Christian choice, and you didn't do that when Romney was the Republican nominee, then you have no credibility. Yeah, uh, because there were issues there. Uh, if you know what Mormons really believe, and I know a lot of you out there are Mormons, and I'm sorry, but but I, I do not agree that there was a second revelation in the United States, and I don't believe that Lucifer and Jesus were brothers and some other issues. I'd like to know how Piper would answer that question. Yeah, well, I've I've, I've had to sit there, and I'm like, don't get out there on social media with all that, Rick. (laughs) But I want to ask that question respectfully. Mr. Piper, did you write an article like this when Romney was the nominee? That's a great question. And when you look at Trump, really what we hear is, well, he's mean, he's bombastic, he's arrogant, and these things are sinful things. God uh, opposes the proud. I agree with all that. However, but you also have to say, that Donald Trump has not been an enemy of the church. As a matter of fact, he he, he moves the embassy to Jerusalem. Uh, when asked how does it feel to be the most po- uh, popular person in the world, he said, I'm not the most popular person in the world. Jesus Christ is the most popular person that's ever been in the world. Uh, do I believe that, that Trump is redeemed? I don't know. Do I believe he's open to it? Based on everybody I've talked to that's been with him, that answer is yes. Uh, well, look, look at the peace deals he's yeah. done involving Israel too, trying Israel too. to bring peace to that area. And and he has not been an enemy of the church. Right. Uh, and and this ideology coming up on Tuesday on the left right now, they are enemies of the church. Uh, and I'm not saying every single person who votes that way. I'm talking about the people right. who are running that party. So I I don't believe I don't even believe. And I used to be this this lesser of, of, of evils. You still vote for evil. I believe this time you just have a choice as a person of faith that's a better choice than the other one. But 
do politics deem our redemption or our, 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 you know, prove our redemption? I don't, I don't believe that. Uh, but I would just say for those of you that are doing the, you know, we can't support somebody with a personality like this. And then you look over on the left and we can't support those things and, and all this. And I, I was in that dilemma the first time that he ran. I had a real difficult time with Trump as he was the candidate four years ago. But the way he has governed, which is kind of what Al Mohler is saying, the way he has governed, and Steve Farrar is saying, uh, I don't have any issue uh, voting for him. Uh, but if you're going to write articles about Christians are in political dilemmas with both candidates, you should have wrote those articles when Romney was the Republican nominee as well. And if you didn't, just pardon me, I love you, but you don't have any credibility in that. Now, if you were doing it then too, man, I, I appreciate your boldness, and I appreciate you making us think about that because it's important to think about that. But if you didn't, it sounds more political than spiritual. Uh, let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. Great. Uh, this, this is about Robin Scottsboro yesterday. I heard her say her and her uh, husband get down on their knees and pray every night, you know, for the country, this and that. I hope when they get down on their knees tonight, they pray for over the half a million unborn babies that are put down in this country every year by people she supports. And by the way, Bubba, I don't think you're a pecker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. Everybody knows I'm the nice one here. Mm -hmm. That's right. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I'm the one. My name's even richer. George in Montgomery, (laughs) I-92, WLWI. George, go ahead. Hey, guys, related to that uh, Democrat Christian question, uh, let me ask you this. Since Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commands, and since two definite commands in the Bible that Jesus wrote are protection of the unborn and also uh, the condemnation of same-sex unions, if you vote Democrat, could you say that, yes, I'm a Christian, but maybe I'm not loving Jesus in the way that Jesus defines loving him? Well, be careful, because then then people are going to go over here with Trump and find sin in his life and the things that he has done that Jesus also spoke against, and you're going to get yourself in a bind. So be careful with that. But I hear you. Yeah, I, I think it's a valid point. But remember, there's other things we do, too. He spoke out against divorce yeah. and everything else. So yeah. we got to put it all in there. Gluttony. Yeah. I know that Rick one pretty Bubba, well. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Check out coming events at rickandbubba.com. I mentioned this yesterday, but I want to let you know before it's gone. Uh, themanchurch.com, we are out uh, implementing the men's discipleship strategy for communities and churches uh, who are making men's ministry a priority. And we're trying. We're working a game plan that we worked on for about four years and then uh, launched it uh, back in, in March. And uh, so we have uh, some of these gatherings. It, it, it features a, a discipleship plan that features high challenge, which we've always done pretty well in men's ministry, but also high equipping, which we haven't done very well. Uh, and so we'll be kicking that off at First Baptist Church in Troy, Alabama. They're going to implement the entire deal. And it was sold out, but they found a way to get 50 additional people to that gathering so if you missed that yesterday you can check with them today to see if some of those are still available and i will see you guys on monday be good that we're all going to get together and talk right before the election on tuesday and and i want to be clear and we're going to take some more phone calls what what we're talking about i'm not discarding bub and i were talking about this if you understand the gospel and you understand our faith and i know not all of you share that is that we 
are all equal at the foot of, of the cross, meaning in equal need of redemption. Yep. No one can usher their way into the presence of a holy God without being redeemed by Jesus, then be made fully righteous. So then you hear a lot of times people say, like you hear with this thing with the election, well, sin is sin. Certainly true when it comes to righteousness and when it comes to redemption. However, however, you can't miss this either, and these are the kind of decisions that we have to make in things like this in a fallen world. If, if I went into Bubba's office and I stole something of Bubba's, now to an only child, that's one of the greatest insults of all time. But let's say I went in and I did something sinful and I took something from Bubba's office that was not mine and he didn't let me have. And, I, and he's looking around, where is this? And I lie about it, and I keep it. I have committed a sin against Bubba. Y'all agree with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's earthly repercussions hey, for that. Hey, stay out of my office, pal. Right. But what if I went into Bubba's office and shot him? Okay, now they're both sin. Yeah. But, but you have to admit, one carries some implications that are much more severe yeah. here mm-hmm. on earth than the other. Yeah. So you, you, got, you got to think those things out, too. And you hear, you hear Jesus talking about in Matthew 11 – He's talking to the three cities where he did all the miracles, about 90% of them, and a lot of these people had still rejected him as being 100% man and 100% God, uh, the Messiah. And he says to them, how much worse will it be for you on the day of judgment than for Sodom and Tyre and Sidon, which those three places were wiped out because they were evil. And you know what he told them? If they had seen me and seen what you three cities had seen, they would have repented in ashes and dust, and you have it. So how much worse on the day of judgment will it be for you than for them? And I will tell everybody in America, Rick Burgess is the, the king of sinners on this. We got no excuses. And for us to reject God is, is a much more severe sin than the, the unreached tribe that hasn't heard about him yet. Yeah, I People that just I, hadn't heard it as much. Or, or, hey, I'm in a Muslim country, and and y'all haven't got to me yet. Now, Jesus is appearing to some of them in their dreams because, you know, he's, he's going to give everybody a shot uh, in some way, shape, or form. But um, we need to think about that. Yes, sin is sin, no question. But the earthly repercussions of sin, it varies wildly. Yeah, sin, by definition, is a miss the mark. Mm-hmm. And I think with God, it's a on or off. You right. either made it or you didn't. Right. But the repercussions, the consequences of sin vary greatly. Mm-hmm. And that is it's two different things we're talking and about. And that's so. a better way to present this as opposed to how can a Christian, because you're not going to have a candidate before you that is sinless ever. No, no. Uh, so so you, 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 have to, you have to think that through. And then look at, the, look at the different ideologies and think about your faith. If that's important in your voting, it would be of paramount importance. Uh, and, but you have to understand. I saw this idiotic thing on Twitter yesterday that I guess they allowed. Uh, based on the hearings we're having right now, but and 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 this is you know, watch this one, especially with young people. If Jesus was here today, he'd be a Democrat. Can, 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 can I give everybody a little wake up call on this now? If Jesus was here today, he wouldn't be a Republican or a Democrat. Okay, he he, he is the King of Kings. Is his kingdom is not of this world. He he will not. He would not be out. Uh, Doing campaign rallies for Democrats or Republicans, he's in the Kingdom Party, right? As as Tony Evans has been preaching rightly, we are Kingdom Independents. We we have governments, and they're here for reasons mainly to keep law and order and to give everybody their best shot at their potential by providing a safe environment for everybody to live their lives out. But that's really about it. They 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 do not replace. They're not they're not part of our faith. There there isn't a there isn't a Christian political party. 
And I think sometimes when we start trying to do that and we start telling the, the government that they should do the things that the church was told to do, I think that's problematic. So, so have a fair look at all of it and balance all that out. And I do think there's a choice that's better than the other one. And, um, and, and, and it's in, through a lot of research. Uh, let's continue to Scottsboro. Bubba, you feel bad for Scottsboro a little bit today. Uh, you know, and I love Scottsboro. I, I I've been up there digging through so old suitcases several times. It would be you know? one thing. It would, it would be one thing if they weren't so close. If they, if they couldn't know. just stick your foot, foot in Lake Gunners. I know. I mean, it. if they couldn't do that, you'd feel almost. See Chattanooga from there. Hey. How can Goose Pond Colony feel this way? I know it. Uh, Bradley, go ahead. First off, pygmy. I'm long Tom. Wow. Long wow. Pygmy, baby. That is, that is a good pygmy, baby. So, so first me, off, I think y'all should go play the lottery because y'all talked to two of the five Democrats in Scottsboro. And I'd like <laughs> to apologize on the good, you know, the other side of the fence because, you know, all, all of us don't feel that way in Scottsboro, I can assure you. I know you'd almost – You'd almost expect maybe that out of Huntsville. I don't mean that poorly. But <laughs> well, it's but so very many, diverse. So many now, people yeah. live there from yeah. other parts of the country. But, right, right. But Scottsboro? Or they could have been traveling through and just decided, hey, Scottsboro sounds good. Or they may be in California and got paid to go. Who knows? Well, let me That's say this. Right. Here's what she did say, Bradley. It's going to make you feel better today. I was scanning the dial looking for weather information on the hurricane, and I landed. She didn't even know the frequency. A 1017. So I think that's a good sign that she was just driving through. Yeah, I think seminar called. Well, last I checked, the hurricane never really came close to Scottsboro. It was way south. So she may have just picked out of town and said, hey, that sounds good. You're, you may be right. <laughs> you, you may be right. Uh, let's go to uh, Dylan in Minneapolis. Dylan, welcome. By the way, we're going to have some really good economic news today. Remind me to tell you later. Okay. Dylan, what about it, buddy? Hey, guys. Monkey Grass Green Acres. Well, I appreciate the call, my brother. <laughs> hey, hi. Go ahead. Yeah, so I wanted to weigh in on uh, the uh, the Trump uh, rally yesterday and him uh, spotting that F-16. So, yeah, how that works is uh, the, the FAA puts up what are called TFR, temporary flight restrictions. And typically for the president, you know, there's a 10-mile radius ring and then a 30-mile radius ring. And I'm a pilot, too, and they tell us, you know, you avoid these at all costs. You know, try to not go anywhere near these. And if you do, and you do end up getting intercepted, you follow exactly what these fighter pilots tell you to do. Yes. Yeah, man. You know they'll have de- you know they'll have deadly force fired upon you as as you all saw that rally. Uh, that person apparently had flares fired at them. Uh, Dylan, tell tell us this: Are you uh, do you fly fighter pilots? Or are you commercial pilot? What kind of piloting do you do? No, I don't fly for a living. I just have my private certificates. Okay. Uh, but I'm uh, I do aviation planning for a private consultant. So okay. I, I'm well. Well versed in the aviation world. Okay, so so I'm sure before they did this, they radioed this plane that got in the no fly zone, and yeah, and they did was, not get a response. So then the next level, I assume, is to shoot flares. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it, usually the first attempt, the first attempt usually is to contact the person via radio and say, you know, you've been intercepted. Please follow these instructions. Uh, if, you, if you can acknowledge, rock your wings. Uh, and if there's no response, then the fighters are told to uh, basically take it up to the next level where they start doing abrasive measure, measures or, like you saw there, they fire flares. And if, uh, flares. Know, if, the, fla- if the flares don't work oh, and they baby. continue in that zone, what comes next? Well, <laughs> it's not really clear, and a lot of times they don't really like to say too much. But, uh, right. you know, they're, they're usually under the direction of NORAD, and, uh, you know, it, it, it could possibly be anything. But... Um, they're, they're, I guess the point is that they're very serious about the protection of the president. Yes. And 
and this, this is not a political issue at all. These are in place for safety. These TFRs are, and, uh, you know, that's, they serve their purpose. And, uh, you know, and these TFRs really are not just subject to, uh, you know, VIPs. They're TFRs for sporting events like the Super Bowl, and they control them just as easily. Dylan, and again, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, but let's just say we're doing research for a movie uh, where we have a situation. We're trying to make it as realistic as possible. We want to. You want to be realistic. Uh, If if they don't reply to the to the flares, would they do a flyby or try to cut them off, get in front of them, give them a little jet wash to get their attention? Or at what point do they do they lock a missile on them and say and and let them know that this is it? You're going to get out of the way, or we're going to remove you. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes they'll make that abrasive move, and even if you're in a small plane, like I've been in small planes, it's noisy, and you got a headset on. If you see an F-16 shadowing you or trying to make an abrasive in front of you, you can't miss that. No. And usually, usually, you know, the whole role of that of the fighter pilot or the interceptor, they want to help you. They want to get you out of that mess. They're going to try everything possible to steer you away from the target. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what they would do if, if they got into that 10-mile ring yeah. or got anywhere near where the president was. If they if they take that abrasive action, they would actually fire upon you. Yeah. Um, but, but they're, they're going to try everything not to do that. Yeah, they call what? that they call that the co-sale option. <laughs> Down goes Frazier. <laughs> uh, you know, but it, it's a tough decision. And so they, get, they could put a missile lock on it, and the other planes would know more than likely, right? Uh, those little ones, I, I guess they would, but like you said, it's so obvious when they get around you that they're tearing you. Hey, you got to get out of here because they could fly in front of you oh, very yeah. fast oh. and disrupt your airflow enough that you'd have to really hang on. You know, you, it, for you to be shot down, it means you were so defiant. Oh yeah. You, I mean, how about if you get shot down, you probably did have something you were trying to do. Uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We are loving it. Glad we're here. Hanging out with you. Enjoying the conversations. We got a Corn Pop 50-50 standing by. Corn Pop 50-50. Corn Pop. uh, This is talking about the the unions. If you don't know which Corn Pop you are. Go ahead. Me, me, me. Green Acres, guys. I'm going to try to condense this as small amount of time as possible. Okay, go ahead. In my er- in my early 30s, I was a part of a very large union. Um, they have a program for up-and-coming leadership. Mm-hmm. It's a four-year program. It's actually a college degree. Um, they call it ergonomics. It is in globalization. Mm-hmm. I was in my third year. I was the class president at the end of the, the, the week long uh, course for that year, uh, I was asked to give a speech at the dinner. I basically took what I felt, you know, growing up in the South, the fundamentals that I was growing up with, condensed them into the speech that I believed, um, and I had them eating out of the palm of my hand. They were on their feet. They were clapping. And, you know, and and I went back at kind of afterthought and looked at some of the speeches that even Reagan gave and very similar points, not exact. Of course, you know, I was just kind of, I was young, dumb, just kind of, like I said, speaking off the cuff of right, right. how I was raised. Yep. And I realized fundamentally that these, the working class people, member of a union or not, 
fundamentally, we all believe the same things. But then we allow above that, say, in the union, the leadership to dictate the direction of support in the political parties. And that's when I woke up. I was actually standing in front of all those people realizing that everything I was saying was conservative value and they were loving it, but yet they were a part of a group that did not practice it. I I know that was always perplexing to me because blue-collar, hard-working men and women, the tenets of the modern-day Democrat Party seem to be nowhere near who these people are. And I know, Greg, you went through that when you were involved in it, and and you saw – I mean, the guys you work with, you see them as a modern-day Democrat? No, absolutely not. That's not not their worldview. No. And uh, again, and I was a proud member of the union, and it was necessary. It was, yeah. you know, bargaining uh, when we were doing just talking about the political that. stuff. But we got to talking about politics, and they would try to influence. I tell them right quick, you talking the wrong one, right? But, um, but I mean, didn't you find that most of the men, like this guy, said when he got up and talked about, cons- oh yeah, well, really absolutely. conservative principles? They were clapping. I didn't for know him. anybody in there that was. But then their union leaders are going to try to tell them to vote Democrat. Exactly. And of course, the Democrat Party has changed over time. Yeah, it would uh, used to not be that. But but and I remember you talking about one time when they were trying to vote for Gore and Gore's out there on, the, on what we would not call now like a Green Party kind of thing. Yeah, and you know, and the, and this particular person's dad actually worked at the coal uh, steam plant, which was coal fired. And I'm like, he was raised on that. And if he wins, he he wants to shut that down. You know, you got to think about that kind of stuff. But but uh, but like you said, I think the bigger point you make, if you're a member of a union or of any group, I of think, any group, think for yourself. Think don't. for yourself and demand that the leadership represent you. Yeah, the, and, the way you want to be represented. And don't vote just because they tell you well you got to vote this side. Right. No matter what group you're in. So uh, let's go to um, uh, let's go to where, where's that one? There it is. I was looking for it and I lost him. Uh, he was in Virginia. There he is, Roy. Roy, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show, buddy. Go ahead. Uh, Thanks for the Bye. call, Roy. Roy. Roy, this is your your time, buddy. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, the only way you can do fair taxes across the board is to have a flat tax. You are correct. You Bub, also, yeah, Bubba and I have been preaching that for years. But to ensure everybody pays it, you have to get rid of all deductions. Correct, and yes. Any form of grants and things of like that. Amen. You are correct, have, and I'm all I, for that. Yep. But yeah, you know who's I've not for it? Any liberal. <laughs> well, any any person I in why. I think I any why. I think any person in government. Yeah. Because yeah. They, they, then their political power is over because they can't play games with us involving taxes. Because you get to walk up and go. By the way, we've come to the percentage. Everybody pays it, and you're like, won't be including in many political rallies. There, it's pretty Roy, straightforward. We, I told Rick. I, said, I, I think I have a gift. I can solve complicated problems with simple answers very quickly. Okay, if I have a gift. And we go well, to a flat tax tip. with no deductions. But you know whose taxes would go up the most if we did that? The lowest Low income, income people. And they would lose their mind if they're saying we're trying to balance the budget on the back of the poor. Yeah. But that's exactly what would happen. Because the politicians put in tax breaks to get people to act the way they want them to act. We want you to go to electric cars. going to give you a tax break. Mm-hmm. Hey, we want you to do this. Going to give you a tax break if you'll do that. I mean, that's yeah. how they that's how they manipulate. One hundred percent, and and that's how they divide us because they argue about it. See, if we depoliticized taxing, we went to a flat tax, noted up. But wait, I have I have kids with needs, and th- sorry, 
So do mine. Mm-hmm. So does his. So does hers. We're all in the same boat. People would lose their mind. They couldn't they deal couldn't with it. it. Okay. And if we did that and we made every entity, every legal entity, that means individual corporations, pay a flat percent, there's no politics in it anymore. Yep. It's over. You now, we can team. argue about how to spend it. We'll have plenty of time to argue, Rick, because oh. we love to argue. We're Americans. Yeah. <clears throat> we need to argue how to spend it. We would have more money coming. If we went to 20% tax Across on individuals and corporations with no deductions, not one, not your mortgage, not your medical, not your education, nothing, the Treasury would have so much money they wouldn't know how to spend it all. And let me tell the leftists out there right now: if 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 Bubba's plan were in, had been implemented, you know what you would see: Donald Trump's tax return. Because it'd be quite simple. That's yeah. right. Twenty percent of everything he brought in, he would he would have paid taxes on. Yeah. yeah, and we wouldn't have to have these years of audits. We wouldn't have to have these years of getting your tax return ready. And you know what? It's going to be good, I think, for the accountants too, because you know what they can plan <clears throat> and start working on your retirement. Financial planning. Financial planning, not tax burden. Good gracious. Don't we can't we see how simple this could be and how good it would be for everybody? We also would have more money coming into the government for the things that we need. Rick, they wouldn't know what to do with all of it. Mm-hmm. Just in like Robin was talking yesterday about people not paying taxes. I tell you somebody that didn't pay taxes and it's documented. We don't know what Trump did or did not. That was from a leak, which by the way, social media says they don't allow hacks and leaks. They sure let that one go. They yeah. did. Okay. I tell you who didn't pay a dime. Amazon. They made $11 billion in profits, and if you're listening to this show, you paid more than they did. They made $11 billion. Did not pay a cent. Not one red cent. I'm a capitalist. If you don't talk fair share, that's where we start. We'll work our way down from there. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) And, And keep in mind, the tax loops that people like that jump through, the legislative branch, they're the ones that put all that together. They should have paid $2 billion in taxes. That would be the stimulus they're arguing about right now. And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing How they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong You got Rick and you got Bubba Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world Still going strong Seven minutes past the hour. Let's go, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba. We're just loving it. Glad you're here. Uh, Praying for all of you that uh, are working through another storm. Uh, Zeta, I know that's uh, that is uh, for a lot of folks. It's been devastating for us uh, up here in uh, the the central part of Alabama, where we all live on the show, and uh, in Northeast Alabama. 
uh, um, some minor difficulties for us. But for some people out there, like Span had worried about, I know some of you got trees on your houses yeah. and all that, so it's a little bigger deal. Mm-hmm. But down there on the coast, I know um, you know it, it, it's been uh, really rough. So just uh, over know- a million people, Louisiana, Mississippi, no power, Rick. Half a million in Alabama. Yeah. So just know that we're uh, we're thinking about you, and hopefully you found some way with batteries uh, to listen to the show today. We sure are you so. cranking that radio? Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and crank it. Now, Bubba, we have some good news, Rick. Of all, you know, it seems like we've had a lot of bad news lately. Mm-hmm. A lot of, and but see, anything you say yeah. is now politicized. Mm-hmm. But here is good news if you're an American. Okay. Okay. The GDP, the third quarter GDP, grew at the largest amount ever, 33.1%, which was more than double the record before that. That is coming out of COVID, everybody going back to work. That is the reopening quarter Mm -hmm. where we had record GDP growth, and you're going to hear a lot about that today. And it's also why, and you see the devastation in Australia. I saw that report yesterday. Where? Where Australia. Australia. You and you and you, where they shut down everything for five months. They, They had people where they couldn't even operate within three miles for this entire time. They've just now let them out. But what's happened is the economic effect has been catastrophic. Yeah, and then you know what's going to happen? They're going to have a huge spike because they've they've yeah. kept they, they've got everybody everybody's immune system yeah. beat down. Yes. Yeah, so, um, but anyway, so this is not this is proof again. We have to learn to live with COVID because we have to look at all the devastation, uh, the loss of life. It's there. Loss of life percentage, praise the Lord, isn't very high. But if it's your loved one, you you don't really care what the percentages are, and I I, I understand that completely. Absolutely. Uh, but as a country uh, and who's trying to operate and a society that's trying to operate and an economy that's trying to operate is, you know, somebody can be sitting there going, look, I, I never got COVID, but I also don't have a job and they're coming to get my house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so we have to. We, I'm we, healthy living under a bridge. And we're learning as we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I, I'm not upset with the Democrat or Republican, like you said, Bubba, or anybody. Because I'm going to give them a pass because it's a pandemic. Nobody knew, nobody's been trained in pandemic response. Yeah. And nobody likes the, the, the Monday morning quarterbacks. Nobody likes those people. Especially on something that comes around every 100 years. Greg, you said it. And I, I don't know if it was your original statement or not, but I've, I've heard you say it. And, and, you know, with us having a dad who was a coach. These people, how about everybody can call the play after it's already been run? I <laughs> see, man, that was dumb. Well, yeah. <laughs> but when I called it, I thought it was really good. Right. Yeah, when I called it, they didn't have a blitz on the yeah, mesh right. point. You exactly. know? I mean, well, they shouldn't have done that. Well, yeah, now we know. Yeah, if I'd have known <laughs> they were going to do that. If they're going to blitz a mesh point, I'd have run a slant. Now, if you want, me to, start, you know? if you want me to start being critical – now, we'll be critical if we've learned something and you act like we didn't learn it. Yeah, now you yeah. keep doing the same thing. <laughs> then, I, then I get a little critical. We'll okay. don't make an adjustment after halftime now. <laughs> right. You're yeah, just going to keep doing that? Yeah. <laughs> You know, Coach Ken, they know this play. Yeah. But anyway. You ever uh, drawn up a play, though, and it looks so good on the board? Everybody's yeah. blocked. Well, that's, oh yeah, that chalk blocking everybody. Well, that's the problem. Well, that messes up when one of the chalk doesn't block. Well, somebody. it's like it's like when people rip on the. Let's go on the other side of the ball because that one's not talked about as much. They rip a defensive coordinator who called the outside linebacker blitz at the perfect time, perfectly, and the idiot didn't make the tackle. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, blows now, by him. Or- now, now, who are we mad at now? We mad at the player. I mean, you you can't say that was the wrong call. The defensive coordinator called it perfectly. You know why the guy is still running down the field for the first downs? Mm-hmm. Because the person who the strat who was given that responsibility didn't make the tackle. Yeah, execution. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you know, there's there's no plan that you draw up, and this does tie to the election a little bit on Tuesday, 
There's no play you can draw up that doesn't require somebody to make a play. That's right. It just doesn't, doesn't exist. You make got the individuals got to make plays. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, uh, but we got to learn to to operate as we do in every flu season. Uh, every time something has come along, like we did at H one N one, like like we did with all the other things we've had, and pandemics are are they're called pandemics for a reason. Uh, but you got to learn to operate uh, with it, especially when you have one that has a death rate that is so low, uh, and you 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 can find ways to, to to keep all the keep people safe as you can, but still have an economy that is that is operating and moving forward. Mm-hmm. And, and we so, need to really the people who are high risk. We need to really protect and isolate them, and they know who they are. They need to take steps. But for the general population, you're probably in pretty <clears> good shape. Yeah. From, as far as death is concerned, yeah, and yeah. you might get sick. Yes, absolutely. Nobody's guaranteed you won't get sick. Mm-hmm. We have a flu season every year, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I get sick usually once a year. Usually, not not a whole lot, but I, I have some. Careful. Well, I you do stop I, there. I do. Yeah, I, mean, I usually am sick every year, yeah. at least twice. Lose my voice. I thought I was yeah. losing it the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I usually have to go over and you know get that shot to the doctor. Told us we can't just come get it every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a doozy. The one that makes you want to clean the garage can out I tell, in the middle of the night. Can I tell you something? For 24 hours, this is the way yeah. I've always wanted to live. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> oh, I'm very productive. Uh, I think when you get older, they'll just give you one where you, when you want it, you know? Yeah, I, well... You're talking when about you, you get up, I you mean, look at the calendar and you go, how much more time? I got? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, the effects. It, so I'm going to be gone for the effects. Let's say, listen, I'm 56. I tell you what, you better watch out. In 20 years, this may be a problem. Eh, go ahead and ram it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't, me, me, me looking at 86, I'll take, I'll, I'll take that shot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I'm going to have fun in my 70s. So, you know, yeah. So, because if, if rock you, and roll. Let me, let me tell you, you know, morning, it's, sir. it's one of those things that, that I've noticed in. Is you know, and and we all want you know. I guess you know. It's it, there's certain times that you think if if you're redeemed, that quality of life is probably the goal above length of life, and um, so because you know you you can still be alive and and be in a situation you go eh, probably where I'm going is is ten times better than this situation. So mm-hmm. length of life, but let's let's face it. Don't we all feel this way? You people that that hit the stripe and eighty gets on the board. I mean, hey, you made it. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I mean, it, I know you some saw, of us will you, never see it. I mean, I talked to a guy yesterday <laughs> said that like his 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 uh, his dad died at ninety two, yeah. and I thought, my goodness, yeah. I mean, he got twelve years on the other side of making it. Yeah, I, I mean, you hit eighty. I mean, you you you're like, man, now you just you are just be if you've got your health and everything, you just need to really. Enjoy, I mean, you ought to be just having the time you like. See, I yeah. think seventy two like that. Really? Yeah. That's a little low for me. I, well, I, but for me, <laughs> but for me, that's what I think. Se- Seventy-two see, to seventy-four. I think, at 56, I think that's you why you'll move it up. That's why a lot of <laughs> that's why a lot of eighty-year-olds no Rick, will just tell you what they think because they don't care. What, is it, what do they care? Somebody get mad at an eighty-year-old? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, I might want to cut back on bacon. You're eighty. Eat. <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> you you, you want a candy bar for breakfast? Eat you, it. You afraid you're not gonna make it to a hundred? You want a cigarette? Fire it up. Right, come on, oh, man. Wow. Well, 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 Greg. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a long neck in your hand. Okay, cigar. <laughs> Greg, I, Greg, I don't know if you saw that. Grandy didn't have a helmet on the four wheel. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> let him rise. So what? <laughs> Rick, I'm, he's not. He's not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> Greg, hey, go ahead and kill it. Hey, Jen, Diddy, doesn't have a seatbelt. Hey, hey, Jen, Diddy, don't have a seatbelt buckled. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> if you if you can keep it from beeping in your car, let him ride. <laughs> Grand, Granddaddy's running with scissors. Run. <laughs> <laughs> have at it. Granddaddy's got a chainsaw with no chaps. Who cares? All right. 
We're just glad he's out there cutting. Yeah. Kids don't do that. No, I said you got to be 80. Right. I just, a people kid, don't hear you. A don't, kid ain't 80. They don't listen, Rick. Is a kid 80? They think Uncle Rick's telling them to run with well, scissors. Well, at 80s, I do want them to run with scissors. I don't care. If they, if they I've make never it. had a story where somebody died doing that, by the way. I know. You won't find it. I, I bet there's one out of India. <laughs> Rick, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show eight six six. We be big. Uh, we'll get more of your phone calls coming up here momentarily. Um, so, Bubba, you know there's all kinds of scam emails out there. Just here, a scam there, a scam everywhere, a scam, scam. And, and there's so many of them that the other day, American Express almost had to reach out to me and say, "Rick, we're not trying to scam you. We really do need to talk to you about this." Yeah, and, and I know. because I think yeah. anytime I see something, it, it's a scam and. And, uh, you know, because they were, like, um, trying to replace my card. And I was like, well, my card's not even uh-huh. – it's not even out till, till 2024. Scam me. And they were like, uh, no, 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 we, we're not saying your card's outdated. We're saying that somewhere where you purchased something, there was a compromise, so we want to get that card out of your life and get, uh-huh. you, get you another. Sounds like a scam to me. So that wasn't it. So here comes for sure a scam. Okay, oh, okay. I want you. I want you to think about this, especially if it, if there's some things that are misspelled in it. So so I'm looking around, <laughs> misspelled, and, and all of a sudden I see the title, and this would draw me. You know, take a look at it. Rick Burgess booking request. And I thought, oh, oh wait a minute, look take a that. look here. I know we got some things going well, on. We got, me to be there. got a lot going on, and um, here it is. Not heard of me? Good day to you. That's always that's always a heads up. Uh, uh, okay, nobody nope. says that. Yeah. We hope this email finds you well. Kwong Foundation. Kwong. Kwong. K-W-O-N-G is a not-profit corporation. <laughs> not. Not non. Okay. Not. Based in Hong Kong. Ooh. Uh, and my name, and it says what the name is there and all this, and, 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 it's, and it's saying that, uh, that their foundation helps the people of Hong Kong and all the, the things that they face and all the horrible things going on. Mm. We would be honored to have Rick Burgess with us during our sport facility official lunch in 2021 in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong. In Hong Kong. Uh, we have played a leading role in promoting different aspects of humanitarian work on both domestic and international levels. Hmm. Um, and it goes on to talk about everything that they, they claim to do. Could you kindly confirm at your earliest availability date sometime in April for you to be our speaker for the Kwong Foundation in Hong Kong? Anybody think that's legit? Rick, I'm gonna say no. Wait a minute. You yeah, said Kwong. Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, and and it's that, but that's what you said, right? Yeah. Well, I, I sent it on to to those who vet these things out, and they've already sent back said this this you do not reply. To you this. going to Hong Kong or not? How are we spelling Kwong? <laughs> well, here's what I like. Look, here's where K-W-O-N-G. you don't care about Hong Kong man church. Rick. Well, well, I do. If they want to do Dr. man church, I mean, this uh, me doing the. Social work kind of stuff. That's not really my thing. I mean, I I, I I love the people that do it, but that's not really my. You know, that's right. the, the, that's your gift. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's only you got you got to time manage. Mm-hmm. Well, and, plus, and, I, and I want if I'm going to be not doing stuff for the show, and I'm going to be taking a date, then I want to be advancing the gospel of Jesus. That's just where I'd rather be. These other things are important, but you can't do everything. So you got to prioritize. And Rick, Hong mm-hmm. Kong, you know, Kong. Uh, you know the the Chicoms are really mm-hmm. they've really turned up the fact that it's theirs and they're going to get it. And they're I know. Like twenty years ahead of schedule, mm-hmm. taking it back over. But yeah. you know, I don't know if y'all have seen all those tanks or yeah. they're mounting up in that area. Oh yeah, uh, 
Uh, <clears throat> now, if they want me to come talk about Jesus, I'll look at it. But here's where it shows you another time on a scam. You know how they mess up? They're going to have to do better than this. Listen to this line. You're going to love this because this is how you know how personal this is. Kwong Foundation official lunching, uh, our multifunctional sports facility in 2021, would like to host you. And now it says in parentheses, they forget to put my name now. Talent. <laughs> it's just an obscure space. They forgot to put in their it in. letter they sent to everybody. Oh, wow. To join us as our special guest of honor. I didn't mean to. So, uh, so I don't know. Okay, uh, Tyler. Wait a minute. So yeah. you're saying that time that prince from uh, Arabia sent yep. me, he needed to use my bank account to yep. move millions of dollars. Right. That wasn't legit. Yep. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yep. How many times have you got that one? Oh, my goodness. I, I get that so many times. And uh, I need some help. Up. So, guys, I don't know. I mean, right now, the way travel is, who's, who's that? Uh, who's that guy? That's always uh, knows the bag man. What Danny Sheriff? Dan, Danny Maybe Sheridan. Danny could help him move money around. You know what I'm? He, he's an expert uh, in that kind of thing. What if? What if I sent back? What if I? What if I sent back to them on Speedy's, uh, uh, you know, computer? Hey, what, what if? What if I sent back to them? I am not available, but Danny Sheridan, I believe, could do it. Rick, yeah. This is how you do it. Tell them you'd love to come, but it's going to take an advance payment. And okay, you send it to this account. <laughs> All right. Rick, By the way, you don't want to send it. Go ahead, Speedy. No, I was going to say, watch your typos. I just tried to search that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It said Kwong Foundation official uh, lunching uh, in Hong Kong, but unfortunately I put lynching instead. Oh, my goodness. Uh, when there, is that? There was quite a few and things that took that you to a Chinese uh, website. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, no wonder it wasn't coming up. North Let's Korea. That. That's that yeah, keep in mind, they're spelling luncheon, L-U-N-C-H-I-N-G. Rick, well, you know, they, they, they spell things different. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. They don't follow English. I mean, right. they get close. That's well, usually a sign. It's so I'm. Legit. So I'm to believe that there's a foundation in the middle of Hong Kong that's out of nowhere. So I tell you, who we like to bring in is that guy from Rick and Bubba. <laughs> you know, Rick, I hope they do. <laughs> do you think they're kin to Doctor Kwong? Remember when we were kids? Doctor Kwong lived in the same neighborhood. We he did. That's Rick, it might be a tie-in. Yeah, it may he be. May have Dr. Doctor Kwong. What if Doctor Kwong put my name in? Yeah, calling Doctor Kwong. Yeah. Calling Doctor Kwong. Greg, I don't know if that's how I say. All right, Kim. Yeah, that's, that's, they used to say that when you went to his his office. Kim in Iron City. We live in the same neighborhood. Kim, how you doing? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. I'm how good. you doing, buddy? Good. I'm good. I I was uh, listening to y'all talk about old people, and it made me think about my husband's uncle. Call him Uncle Rod. He's 98 in about three weeks. Oh, wow. And he does whatever he wants to do. He He's one of the oldest living World War II veterans. Uh, he was on the Yorktown when it sunk. Whoa! Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah, you you, yeah, you think you think he's scared of COVID? I mean, yeah. he, he was he was floating no, no. around. Mm-mm. No, he does whatever he wants to, and we let him. He drives a semi. What? He's made. He's ninety-eight. You talking about Uncle Rod? He's a he, phenom. Uncle Rod. He gets a. Roger. Every day he, he opens Roger his eyes. Roger. You know what he says? Still here. Yes. Still here. <laughs> Still here. Still here. The Yorktown going down couldn't even rolling. get me. Still here. I bet Uncle Rod is a character. To Jacob in Mountain Brook. I'd Jacob, like go ahead. Right here. <laughs> hey, fellas. Good morning. Hey, buddy. So I, I was going to tell you a story. I was shopping for my Halloween costume at one of these, you know, pop-up spirit Halloween places. And I went to the counter, and I was thinking, you know what? I wonder if they have a Joe Biden mask or Joe Biden costume. <laughs> and I asked, and they said, unfortunately, man, we're sold out. And I just laughed and looked at him and said, well, to be fair, so is he. Oh! Oh! oh hey! Yeah! Wow! <laughs> That's good. Didn't happen, but it sure no, is good. it would have been good if it had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, Great joke, though. That would have been a good yeah. one if it had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was good. Yeah. Watch out. Y'all don't get Robin calling again. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ricky and Robin was right. <laughs> a great story made up, but great story. <laughs> right. Well, and even didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if it had though. Golly. Uh, yesterday's uh, <laughs> district attorney. Oh, that's that guy that, that called up and was telling us where's it in your book. Yeah. Remember that? Greg. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. We're up against the break there. You want, you want to talk to Greg again? Sure, today? sure. What we'll right. him and uh, and uh, what was her name? Marie? Robin up. Uh, Robin, let's, let's get, get them all. Robin. Robin. <laughs> it's going to be a rough cut phone segment. All right, Marie in Huntsville. Marie, go ahead. You got about uh, twenty seconds. I just wanted to say that uh, the possibility of people hating Trump is because he's non PC, which means he tells the truth. There's a lot of people out there who can't handle that. Well, oh, isn't that true? Uh, Hello, Jack Nicholson. Hello, Jack Nicholson. Our local Spice Hello. Girl, Marie. There you. she is. Good to hear from Marie. In all fairness, <laughs> there are people who can't handle the truth. They can't handle it. I wish Marie would come back and just talk. They, I want to hear her talk. They can't more. handle it. Now I'm one of the Rolling Stones for some reason. All right. <laughs> Greg, you're up next, buddy. We'll talk to you when we come back. Oh, boy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. 35 minutes past the hour, that's right. Listen to this show, you go, not as bad as I thought it would be. And we've got 27 years out of that coming up in January, our birthday. MyPillow.com, loving it, uh, locking arm in arm with MyPillow.com. Uh, you can save money right now with the promo code Bubba by going to MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Specials. Uh, look look at their uh, their mattress topper. I think you're going to love this. If you, if you love uh, the technology that is the MyPillow, you know, your head resting so perfectly, in that my pillow. What if what if the top of your mattress had, had three inches of all, of that same technology yeah. everywhere you get on that mattress? There it is. Uh, so your head's into my pillow, but your body's laying on one too. Thirty uh, percent off with the promo code Bubba Giza Dread uh, Dream uh, Bed Sheets. Come on, Rick. We need you, buddy. Come on. I know you're still thinking about that bacon. Buy one <laughs> and get another one free using the promo code Bubba. The kitchen smells like bacon right now, and I always say what I always say. I wish the whole world smelled like bacon. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, also, uh, the weighted blankets. You ever tried one of these? You know, they're 30% off with the promo code Bubba. Body pillows, uh, the uh, 66% off with the promo code Bubba. And the list just goes on and on, including uh, buy one, get one free with the, the premium MyPillow itself. So go to MyPillow.com, great American company, headed up by Mike Lindale, who's been on the show a couple of times. And then also uh, go to Radio Specials, enter the code Bubba, and let the savings begin. To Greg standing by, Greg called the show yesterday, and I mean, he had a little attitude. Uh, he, uh, he no, uh, hey, buddies, uh, hey, fat boys, I ain't got no attitude and I ain't got no anger problem, but hey, y'all called me stupid yesterday without even knowing my IQ. Well, How y'all do that? It, well, it just, it, <laughs> we made that, we, we made, we, we made that assessment on the fly. <laughs> well, let me tell you, boys, hey, fat boys, that was funny, but now what I'm mad about, and I ain't got an anger issue, and, hey, and I know God, caller saying I'm, I'm a madman, I'm an angry man, and I, I need to know God. How y'all gonna judge that? I don't remember saying that. No, I, I, I caller did. Really. Uh, caller oh, said. Oh, that. oh, a caller said. Oh, that. Did, yeah. well, he needs oh, a caller said that. Well, I mean, well, callers have their own opinions. Greg, I mean, you you, you got a little testy <laughs> with me yesterday, and there ain't nothing. Oh, there ain't nothing between us, but air an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, let me tell you something. That was the slaughter y'all did yesterday. That was no compromise. Well, I'll call you back, fat boy. See ya. Hey, Greg. See you there, buddy. He's having a good time. I screamed him, and he was he was he was he wasn't happy yesterday. Well, that's okay. But he was happy today. Mm -hmm. So good. How about this compared to Robin? He was. Yeah. Oh, compared to Robin, he was a walk in the park. My goodness, he was your biggest supporter compared to Robin. Scratch my face. Scratch your whatever that is. (laughs) What you got over there? (laughs) Got your little little something coming in. Sharp. (laughs) Did you have a good ride in today? No, I didn't. It was very stressful. <laughs> that was that, that's something. <laughs> I, I, every, when you make every decision on how you're going to go somewhere, and none of them work out. Yeah, what about, I've never came to the studio through downtown Aniston ever. Mm-hmm. Well, you you said something too. You were telling me and <laughs> about uh, you know all of us yesterday because we, let's give all the weather folk out there a heads up. I mean, an applause. They told us exactly what to expect. Yeah, yeah, and, and they were right on it. And so we all we knew what was coming. And uh, I, I told them I sweated one out that didn't go so well for you. Of course, it would have been worse for me that I knew that I needed to tell uh, young Broderick to move his car somewhere where a tree wouldn't fall on it. Yeah. And I forgot to do that. And as the winds were wailing, I, I, we, we ran out. I, I started thinking to myself, please don't let a, a tree fall on that car because it will come back on me somehow. Because oh, I, absolutely. Because I knew better I should have done it. And I understand you made a call that didn't go I so well. I did. You know, you got lawn furniture. I say back on the on the patio, and then you get so we got these rocking chairs I love, and Lisa was like, "Hey, you know that stuff's going to blow away." So I I grabbed the rocking chairs because they are really light, and but I thought I said, "Well, that lawn stuff is it's pretty heavy; it'll be all right." <laughs> and I did put my grill up; I got it out of the way. But anyway, we, this morning at about two thirty, oh, and we flipped the black light back lights on, and the winds just roaring and oh. i look and that long furniture <laughs> it's like a bomb went off and blew it everywhere and i said well i'll go i'll go pick it up when it calms down a minute i'll eventually go out there and the wind's still whipping oh yeah and i can't find a cushion off one of them i don't know where it went <laughs> so it still hadn't found it? no it Somewhere was off in the, in the darkness this blown it away but yeah. <laughs> it, mr buddy will find it. yeah he'll find it but but anyway Boy, he will. but you know uh-huh. what i didn't want to put all that up Right. I saw it because it was too many pieces. I said, I got these two chairs and this table. I mean, come on. Hey, Greg. Nah. Yeah, I nah. did. I said, hey, it'll be all right. It'll yeah. be, hey, it'll Guys, be. y'all understand. They weren't just kind of dumped over. Really? They were scattered. Hey, it ain't going anywhere. Ain't oh, going yeah. nowhere. We had a clock in our backyard hey, that's from not, the back patio. That's not, hey, that's not necessary. Did you say that? <clears throat> yeah. And, it, and the trash can disappeared today. I went out to put trash on my way when I was leaving, and I said, where's the can? I found it in the front yard with Trash thrown everywhere. Greg, you may think this is funny, but my can outside, I have it chained down. I, I actually put a hook in the brick wall. I needed one last and night. And put a chain on it. And I'm glad I did because it was it was late out there. It was trying to make a getaway, but the chain was holding. Yeah, my, it was decleating it. Yeah, the positions of my trash cans were okay, but there are limbs mm-hmm. and stuff. It, it, I mean, it everywhere. completely removed my, my trash can. It ain't like it was knocked over where it was. It was completely moved to the front yard and then knocked over. All right, so and it was heavy, but now I'll tell you, I also made a bad call. Hung these new lights, you know. Had Joe come and hung some lights for me on the front of the house. Oh, and Joe, we were trying to decide. We were trying to decide the link. I said, "Oh, that, you know, man. I tell you, if, if them blow and hit the window, I mean, that's got to be some serious wind." Yeah, you know, I, I mean, they were inches from from crashing <laughs> Greg. through the window. They become <laughs> Greg. Uh-uh. Kept flying back. We're so just were they hanging? It's, yeah, a, it's on a line or something? Yeah, they hang on, on chains. chains. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. house and chains and yeah. swinging things. Chains uh-huh. and swinging. Got got and they're in front of windows. Mm-hmm. And they, well, they got real mm-hmm. close to them. If mm-hmm. I'd have heard, Greg, if you'd have broke out about three oh, windows after putting those baby. lights up, how, how would you have Because I remember saying, Because well, you mean, went, you did it to yourself. Yeah, I, I remember thinking, I said, if a wind blows it that far, man, that's some serious wind. We ain't have nothing like that. Yeah, I was wrong. Did you hear what Speedy did? No, well, I heard it on the way Speedy, in. Help me with that. I, I, why did you do that? 
Well, why did you pump gas in your underwear? Right. Well, because you, you just, saw it, you, and you wanted to get, you wanted to do it then. Yeah. But why you but, won't pick up sticks? Like, well, right it wasn't then? sticks. It was um, clock. I, so on our back porch, Terry has one of these big wooden outdoor clock yeah, things I love in those. there. Oh yeah, I love it. Well, um, when and I'm sorry to say this, but we let the dog sleep inside last night because of the storm. Okay, and I'm just going to tell you that. Well, and so, um, <clears throat> and so I get up and I and I let him out. And when I opened the back door, that wind hit me. Whew. And I was like, ooh, that's, that's pretty windy. Mm-hmm. And there's a little rain. Mm-hmm. So I take a step out and let the dogs out. And I look in the on the back porch, and there's just stuff everywhere, kind of like to Greg's point. It's just – I mean, my furniture wasn't out in the yard, but we had yeah. stuff everywhere. And and so I took another step, and I, I could see something in the backyard. Now, this whole time I'm in my underwear, but I forget that. Mm-hmm. Grippies? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, these uh, boxer briefs kind gotcha. of things. Okay. But because my kids wear all my clothes, I think I was wearing some of their underwear. I have no idea. Probably didn't need to be wearing them. <laughs> How about good for you to be able yeah, to wear them? Okay. And and so I, I see the clock and it's it's broke loose and it's out in the yard and it's just soaking wet. So now I'm in the backyard picking stuff up. We got so you went those for the little clock. those little candles that are supposed to keep the mosquitoes away. Sure. You know yeah. they're all Central they're everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, they're everywhere. And so before I know it, I'm off in the yard. In my underwear, picking stuff up. Well, then I look out to the front yard, and these little drainage extenders, you know, that that you can kind yeah, of get to where it you just pulls the water spout. from your foundation yeah. and everything. Now there, there's three of them all out in the yard. Uh-oh. And before I know it, I'm out there picking stuff up. And this whole time, I'm in my underwear. Right. Okay, sure. Now, it's early. It's three-something in the morning. It's early, so nobody saw me, but what I'm concerned about in these sidewalk communities now, their security systems that they have set up, <laughs> sometimes it'll catch yeah. a little bit of the neighbor's yard, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm concerned that if they got a notification that somebody was, you know, walking around maybe at 3.40 in the morning, that they're going to see me in my underwear. Because mm. they record automatic. That's right. Yeah. And but, and now we've got a, like a little little cove Halloween meet and greet this weekend. If everybody's pointing and laughing, you'll know. Oh, I yeah. know. And I don't I don't want to ask them, hey, <laughs> did you see me in my underwear? Because that would be weird. What if here's how you, you show you know, up in your underwear? Here's, here's how you like Let that costume. be my costume. No, that's, that's what, it. That's what I was going to say. They, I was, I, here's what they're going to say to you if you know they saw you. Oh, I, 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 we thought you were going as a naked cowboy this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Where's your cowboy hat? <laughs> yeah. Where's your so boots? The wind blew my cowboy hat That's off. It. I was looking for it. I'll so borrow Adler's guitar. That's I what was I'll out do. practicting my Halloween outfit. <laughs> I, feel, I feel better now yeah. because yeah. when I first heard the story, I missed the clock part. Yeah. So now I think you're just you, that you just can't wait to start picking limbs up. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, hey, that can wait. Right. Underwear right. man. Right. Well, yeah, I, but, I got but, out but there. This, and, yeah. Fed that. that fed that. that yeah, it just exactly. Broke. It just That's it. Domino. That's it. And But I forget I'm in my underwear. Of course. Uh, it, it, God forbid us? I just go take a shower, now, get William. dressed, and do it. Right. And you know, that wind was blowing all around. Oh, it was all, it was, but it was on my mind, and I was like, I got to get that done. Guys, we were getting some howling winds like. <clears throat> I had I'd went out in the garage and evidently I didn't close the good door good behind me, mm. and Buddy was out <laughs> in the garage because he don't like all that business. And there was this gust and it went. You know how the, the garage doors go yeah. and yeah. all this. He runs and busts the door open. I hadn't closed it and, and comes running through the kitchen. <laughs> Why he don't he's going to does it. He, well, he'll run in every now and then because he knows Lisa will feed him it, if he'll leave. Okay, <laughs> okay. She has to lure him. He's out learned that. But when, no, no, he kicked the door open. And came running through the house. I tell you the thing we have. We have things that are terrifying in wind, and one of them is, and you know how it is with wood. Yeah. You know, so we have a screened-in porch. Well, in the original design, there was a little latch that, in situations like this, you latch the screened-in door so it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, fl- yeah. Well, of course, over time, 
100 degrees in Alabama to 32 degrees. Oh yes, and everything. So it's expanded, and, and so now those latches don't they don't line oh, right. up. Yeah. yeah. So you have you'd have to move the latches and start all over. So when you're laying there, and I mean you can hear a pin drop because the power's gone off, so you don't even hear the sound of your air conditioning mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's you know that's a real quiet that's house. Like, it's black. Hey, hey power black. off house. Hey power off house is a quiet house. It's so quiet. Yeah, it is. It's so quiet. Eerie. It wakes you up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eerie. <laughs> Eerie quiet. Yeah. Try this on. Picture so, this. What? Oh you'd, yeah. You'd hear those Woo! things slam out there. Good. Yeah, I don't like it to be so quiet. You can Hi, hear a hum. I don't like oh. that in year. Um, so I tell the family, hey, charge your phones. You know, before dinner time, so you got a good charge overnight and everything. Yeah, then I call the college student, JC. Hey, son, charge your phone. Why? Because well, we got a storm coming. Uh-huh. Is it going to hit us? Well, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's coming that way. And don't park your car under a tree. Why? Uh-huh. Well, because it's the wind <laughs> and and. Okay. You think he did it? None of it. None. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. <laughs> The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and it's uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG-IS-OUR-NUMBER. Out of Fort Payne, Alabama, Danny is standing by. If you want to get in right now, you can at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available, and we will be chatting with you. Uh, Danny gets things started. Danny, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Yes, sir. Glad to be on the air. Uh, first-time caller. Wow. There you go. First-timer. Yeah. Uh, been listening to y'all on and off about 30 years. I'm originally from Gas and used to listen to y'all from 103.7. And I retired from the rubber mill down there in Gaston. And so I want to make a p- political testimony. Uh, since I worked there for 39 years and eight months, you know, I had always voted Democratic. That's what the unions did. Mm-hmm. But in 2016, my politics changed. And the, the Democratic Party, to me, that I had voted for for nearly 50 years, had changed. So I am a Republican, you know, now. And, but I just wanted to comment on the uh, Robin from Scottsboro yesterday. And I knew when she started debating uh, Bubba that this was going to be one of those killer moments. <laughs> And, uh, and, and you, Rick, but I just want to tell you that, uh, you know, I'm one of them guys that crossed over in 2016 to vote for Trump, and I'll be proud to vote for him again uh, next week. Right. And I just wanted to tell you all that. Well, and thanks, man. I, and I shared this with some of the people at church yesterday afternoon, and they was just, uh, you know, Robin from Scottsboro, she just don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> Well, and uh, yeah, he and he laid out the process. There's nothing wrong with continuing your journey on on who you, where you need to be voting no, and what kind of country. And thank you for calling. We we had a story. We were talking about it in the break. We didn't get to the air with it with the UAW. Uh, the leadership has uh, said they endorse Biden, but in a in a silent poll, a secret poll, uh, the rank and file workers were voting for Trump. About two thirds of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that goes back to what Greg was talking about. Yeah. Right? The union members Greg, what happens and, with that? What's and the, the deal? And with the that? union leaders, well, they they don't force you, but they recommend these these people are good for the union if you vote for these candidates. They, you know, but I mean, nobody's made to do it. But but if let's just say you're a union in the oil industry, and Joe Biden has said, "I'm going to do away with your industry," do you still support him? I, I'd like to see how they handle that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. 
<clears throat> but it seems sounds like, like that would I, not be good for your. Seems like you would change your your membership, but I, uh, you're right. I don't know. Well, I will say to to the unions, like I would to any group, and we've talked about this with African Americans too. Once you're in lockstep with somebody, they take you for granted. The best scenario is when you're in play and you see what both sides have exactly. to offer you yeah. from a negotiation standpoint. <clears throat> Which is yeah. the way I always mm-hmm. did it. I didn't, you know, go vote this way because I was a member of something that. Told didn't you me make to. a speech to some of them one time? Well, we, we used to have little sidebars back there over <laughs> disagreements. And what was that one speech where you stood up and said something? What was? No, it? It, it, we just saw. We just some of us didn't see the same. <laughs> some of us didn't see the same. What did you call we them? Sheep? Was nah, it? well, I don't get. Let's don't start all. This. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of friends. I mean, it, a lot of people don't know this. Greg's nickname at the power company was Ice Cube. <laughs> or the I think it's the same speech he gives on people standing in line to get a, uh, an iPhone. Right. Yeah. Pre-sale. Yeah. To yeah. Chris. Huh? Yeah. Exactly. Chris in Nashville. Chris, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, did you say Chris or Bruce? Uh, it says Chris uh, on the board. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Bruce. Okay. It's Bruce in Nashville. Hey, we have early voting here, and uh, I went last week, and the line was around the block. And I waited for two hours. Finally, I had to go to work, and uh, so I left. And today I got a thing in the mail. I said, thank you for voting. We appreciate you coming. Okay. No, are, you, right. are you are you doing the takeoff of the COVID test? Is that it? That's funny. I got you. Got you back. That's good. That's good. That's real good. You get it, Greg? You me help tell you? Okay. <laughs> Jacob in Galesville. Jacob, go ahead. Welcome to the program. <laughs> tell me what I need to think. Yes, I want to tell you this first time caller, too. And uh, I want to talk about the nut job you had on your show yesterday, Robin. Oh, I thought you were talking about somebody else. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she is a complete nut. She believes in socialism with Joe Biden. And if she was praying to God, she wouldn't want to believe in socialism. That is so stupid what she said yesterday. Yeah, it's um, uh, and and the fact that you would go into some of these things and and just not see these things is clear. It's all right to make a a very well informed decision, but you could tell pretty quick that all she knew to say were things that Rachel Maddow and CNN told her. Well, and and uh, social media. I'm shocked how many people get their news from social media, which is just what people are saying. Right. Uh, and if you saw any of the testimony yesterday Man, from the head of Facebook, Twitter, and Google, y'all, we got a, we got a problem. We got to take care of that. Look, yeah. I, I am a capitalist free enterprise person as much <clears throat> as it can be, but there's points where you have a monopoly that is destroying free enterprise, and that's what we've got with social media right now. They have got to revoke their coverage of liability protection under the, uh, it's called the uh, Communications Decency Act, Section 230. They have got to come out from under that and clean that up because they are out of control. And they, Rick, they're not little. They are giant worldwide corporations with billions of dollars, and they have a few liberal bosses that are telling everybody what to think. And that's a scary thing. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Christine in Minnesota. Christine, go ahead. Good morning. Hey. Hey. So um, just want to um, let you guys know that you do a really good job not laughing, but did anybody see that Speedy just about died a minute ago? Yeah, he, he was like choked. choking to death and falling off his chair just about. I, I, so. did, I, did, well, I it, did see that, but, you know, being the pro, I kept going forward. <laughs> right, right. But So what happens? If he started waving his arm like he couldn't breathe, we would have swung I took a action. sip of water, and it, it got me choked. <laughs> it went and the I, wrong way? Yes, and I and and then I've got that defib machine. I'm dying to try it on. Somebody. I know you. Are. So I thought we might get to well, use it well, on Speedy. I just, I mean, 
Good night. I was in, I was in a hand dog. I, you know how when your eyes get to Clear. water? <laughs> Christine, were you worried? <laughs> Shave him. <laughs> I was no. I was worried more about Greg because he didn't even notice, and I thought he would be just laughing hysterically if he would have seen it. But were you? Yeah, were he's you, not very observant. Were you following the show when Ryan Greenwood passed out <clears throat> the day he had an oh, asthma yeah. problem? Yeah, and Rick tried to make him pass out by talking about cats. Yeah, I know it was and, horrible. And, yeah. Speedy, yeah. and Speedy <laughs> jumped on top of him and was about to give him mouth to mouth, and Ryan was fighting him, trying to get him <laughs> I'm off. good. I'm good. It, it looked just like a movie scene. I mean, it was the funniest thing, and they, they were right up under me. Mm-hmm. I know you had to move your chair, let him I hit. I mean, I hadn't seen that since Joe Biden tried to smell somebody's hair. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. He right. got pretty hair. <laughs> but if I if I would have looked up and said, "I got that bread," we would have helped. Oh yeah, yeah I would have told Greg to when I kept the show going. Yeah, one of us. Right. I'd have went and energized the paddles. You can't stop the show, Steve. Right. Yeah. You know what nobody ever says about the Ryan Greenwood thing? Hey, Rick, you did it. <laughs> right. okay. you were mission accomplished. You talking about mission accomplished? That cream yeah, I mean, it was a win. It was, it was a win. Caught the shot. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Welcome in to another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We thank you for being with us. The gang's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubsy. Yeah, glad to be here, Rick. And thanks all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba extravaganza. Yes. All right, so as we start this hour, we mentioned it earlier, but let's go ahead and unpack it a little bit. Uh, we, we brought all these, uh, the CEO of, uh, of Twitter and, and this, this whole deal and Bubba's talked about it. We've talked about it. Uh, you know, the, the, the United States government is saying, okay, look, you, you, you social media platform people, you're, you're going to have to decide who you are and when, and then, and if you're this, then you're going to have to do this, this, and this. And you, and what they've tried to do is have it both ways. Mm-hmm. And so what they try to tell you is that they use their filtering of content and an even-handed way, and you'll find we got a, actually a quote from Ted Cruz, and a lot of the folks questioning them, and Bubba, you were telling about some of the questions too, uh, they, 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 they kind of brought to the, the surface, kind of like we did yesterday about fair share. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked direct questions. So if this is true, then this. Right. And, and, and they didn't fare well. Yeah. Well, well, again, here's that problem. Uh, social media, are they a publisher are they simply what I call a platform? Mm-hmm. Okay, that means if they're a platform, they let everything go through, and they're not liable for what goes through. They're basically a common carrier. If they're a publisher, they edit what's going through. They're also liable for what they edit. Okay, you can't have you can't have it both ways. You have to be one or the other. And because they were emerging technology, they were protected under the Decency Act. Uh, Section 230, they call it, which said they couldn't be be held liable. Well, I think most people, when they gave them that prote- that protection, thought they would be a platform. Right. They would let everything go through, and that's why we were protecting them. But now they've decided they have a voice. They're going to stop some things. They're going to let some things go. They're going to limit circulation on some things. They're going to flag some things as inaccurate. Editorial control. They're yeah. having editorial control, which is what a publisher does, my friend. Mm. So now we have this issue where it clearly, you clearly see they're in the bucket on this election. I think they caught buddy from, I mean, they caught grief from their liberal buddies because Trump used Twitter 
so effectively right. last yeah. time. You're right. And they're like, why didn't you stop him? Right. Well, we can't stop him. We're a platform. Well, you can. You can be a publisher. You can edit what he's saying. But we got to. So they're trying to walk both sides of the street. So after this Hunter Biden story was buried, okay, it was just buried, they have been subpoenaed by the Senate, and they're saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? You have, you have, two, you have Section 230 protection. Why are you editing out these things? Right. And they were giving their answers. Yeah. And several – do we have video uh, Yeah, it? you have Ted Cruz okay. talking to Dorsey with, with Twitter, and okay. uh, this is some of the exchange. Mr. Dorsey, who the hell elected you and put you in charge of what the media are allowed to report and what the American people are allowed to hear? And why do you persist in behaving as a Democratic super PAC, silencing – views to the contrary of your political beliefs. Let, let's give uh, Mr. Dorsey uh, uh, a few seconds to answer that, and uh, then we'll have to conclude this this um, segment. Well, we're, we're not doing that. Uh, and this is why I opened um, this hearing with calls for more transparency. We realize we need to earn trust more. We realize that more accountability is needed to show our intentions and to show the outcomes. Thank um, you, so I, I hear the concerns and acknowledge them. But we want to we fix it with more transparency. Okay, so, but here's the problem. He Looks says good. that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like he just finished the joint right before he went Yeah, on. he did, yeah. He, he, he just uh, twisted one of them good ones. Yeah, one of them left-handed cigarettes, one of, you know, the devil's lettuce. King's grass. <laughs> the long leaf hole. <laughs> one of them good ones. <laughs> so several of the senators said, okay, I have some examples. You have flagged or edited or stopped. Donald Trump from saying this. You have edited or stopped the New York Post from saying this. You have done this to this person. You have done that to that person. All who are conservative are come to you from the right-wing side of our political spectrum. Can you give us one example of a notable liberal or left-wing organization you have flagged or prevented from going out on your social media on the left? They could not name one. As a matter of fact, the point was made. They let the Ayatollah Khomeini from Iran put out anything he wants to, and they don't ever flag his stuff. He says that the uh, Holocaust never happened. They don't flag that. They flag Donald Trump saying, why didn't somebody investigate Hunter Biden? They've got emails. They've got recordings. Why isn't anybody looking at this? That's a flag. That's unproven, Donald. We can't go with that. But but the Ayatollah can say what he wants to say. So the Ayatollah has free reign on Twitter, but Donald Trump yeah, does not. Absolutely. Well, I and thought so Ted Cruz, but it's Ted ridiculous. Cruz asked about the New York Times article where they published information about Trump's tax return yep. that, that yes. they obtained illegally. Well, and let me tell you why. Jack Dorsey came back, and 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 uh, Zuckerberg at Facebook came back and said, "Look, we these are our policies. We don't put out things that come that are hacked." We don't put out things that are hearsay. We have to have, you know, documentation of it. They said Donald Trump's tax returns was one of the main things on your platform for a week. It was stolen information, and it is unproven. The New York Times said it was true. They never showed their documentation on it either. They just wrote a story about it. But that was stolen information. You can't put somebody's tax returns out like that. So by your own rule, you should have stopped that, and you didn't. It was widespread. Right. 
So you don't even follow your own rules, which they're lying. They're lying about it. They have a political agenda, and they are trying to form public opinion in the United States for clients and for uh, political uh, causes that they, they believe in. And they have unbelievable control now, Rick. I mean, we're not talking about a startup anymore. We're talking about a multinational, oh, yeah. multi-billion-dollar company. You know, and and Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, and and he was talking about you know because tw- you know, he goes on to say Dorsey does. We don't influence elections with our policies, and and he challenged them about censoring the New York Post and their report on Hunter Biden. And he said, "Do any of you have any evidence that the New York Post story is part of a Russian disinformation, or that those emails that we all see on Hunter Biden's, uh, you know, computer aren't authentic?" And and uh, and he and Dorsey said, "We don't." He said uh, that they believed it violated their hacking policy only for Johnson then to turn around and go, "But the emails were not hacked. How can it violate your policy if you know that's not the case?" Yeah, it, it, the, the Hunter Biden thing was not a hacked email, right? It was legally obtained from the owner of a laptop who took legal possession of it because Hunter Biden never come back and paid his bill. Right. And that was part of the agreement he signed when he dropped it off on their ticket. It says, if you don't come back and pay for this work in a certain amount of time, we take your laptop and the contents thereof. Zuckerberg said what they did. That's with, not a hack. He That's said what they hack. did. He said they flagged it for fact-checking and then held it back during the process. Hmm. Of course, they did not do that when they put stuff up about Trump's tax return. Well, here's the thing, and I, I was telling Hams this in the break. We're all involved in social media to some degree, some form or fashion. But the reason that Google, Facebook, and Twitter have power is because of us, because we're all users of it. Their, their numbers are what drives their advertising, which drives their money, which drives their ability to dance all over the road. First off, Congress ought to step in and say, all right, you've had your time, you're, you're multi national corporation now are you going to be a platform a common carrier or are you going to be a publisher one or the other right. you don't get to be both what side of section 230 are you going to land on and hold their feet to the fire that'll correct a lot of it but far as us as consumers i think we need to find other outlets and we need to say adios to those three because yeah. I, I don't support them i don't support what they do i don't support the way they're doing it i don't know why i'm supporting it and I'm not talking about a boycott. I'm just not going to be a part of it. Right. Yeah, well, the reason why you're doing it right now is because it's giving us access to the people who are using it. Well, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. we need another, we need a choice in there. I know. So where are these other, where are they going? Well, like I say, parlors on the one I know of yeah, right now. Yeah, that's the only one I've, I've heard. i got to get it going. 15 minutes past, more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show eight six six. We be big. This is the number. Taylor is standing by in Hoover, Alabama, listening to us on one zero four seven WZZK. Taylor, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. How are you? Doing well, thank you. How are y'all doing today? Fantastic. Fired up. Loving it. Good, Good deal. Well, Green Acres Monkey Rap. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, I appreciate uh, all that y'all are sharing about Facebook and uh, updating us on that and the social media. 
actually wasn't calling in about that. I was calling in about the uh, conversation about President Trump and Christians, yeah. whether to vote for him or not to vote for him. And something that I think a lot of believers are forgetting is that we are trying to elect a politician to be president, not a preacher to be our pastor. And too often, we all get all hung up in this idea that he doesn't communicate well, he's not nice, he doesn't say what, uh, the way we want things to be said, instead of looking at the fact that he has done everything he has promised he was going to do. And he has held up uh, the right for uh, trying to help promote uh, pro-life things, and he's also done a lot of great things for our country. But too often, I actually teach a small group for uh, young adults, young married, yeah. and a lot of these folks do not like President Trump at all. But they get so hung up on the way he communicates and how he seems mean, and they, they are trying to place him in this role as a pastor or someone who's going to like, it's almost like the church and the government are equal. And we have to remember, the government has a purpose. And the church has a purpose, and sometimes those things don't, do not meet. And again, we're trying to elect a politician to be our president, not to be our pastor. Well, you know, and, and God didn't make Adam and Steve, he made Adam and Eve. <laughs> uh, the, well, now, now, I've actually heard that statement before. I, I was telling you, like, one of these slogans has been around a while. But, you know, I, I, let, but, you know let me ask you this. And Little I, Richard used to say Yeah, that. and I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm not disagree with any of it. But do you is, – is there is there a line for you, like – if we were if we were had an election coming up and there was a democrat and there was a republican and the platforms were the same but both people running one was a professed atheist and one was a muslim uh would you would that bother you at all wow well i think that at the end of the day we come down to an imperfect choice and that we have to look and see what is going to help and or not hurt the church if we're going to look at it from that perspective and we do have to see where our, our what we believe. But obviously, I mean, when you get to an atheist and a Muslim, I mean, obviously, neither of those are, are in our same belief system. But right. more than likely, the Muslim is going to identify more with our moral choices. Yeah. Yeah. But what if, again, what if he was, well, what if he was I, the but, Democrat? But, but, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. But wow. he, may, he may also be for stamping you out because he does have yeah. a cause. The atheist may not care. He may think, well, y'all are just playing fairy tale. I don't yeah. care what you do. Yeah, I'm still cutting taxes. Yeah, the atheist has not declared you an infidel. Uh, and and what if with Muslim was the Democrat? Well, obviously, you know, I, I'm wow. trying to be agnostic as far as the political party and try to determine who was going to best serve the country and what it was founded for. Yeah, and yeah. If it well, that happens to cross over yeah, into yeah. how it will help promote the church and the mission of the gospel. Yeah. then I'm all for that. Yeah, and I think that's what but I'm pushing. What I'm pushing for is consistency. If we yeah. say, if we say. That the 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 political parties they're in a different genre, and we're looking for the best environment that we can thrive in uh, as the church, as followers of Christ, and just as Americans who want, need jobs and want to pay low taxes, and uh, we want our borders protected, or we want to have a strong military, and these kinds of things is is what we have to do is stay consistent. And what 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 I what I don't want to see is that we lay down the cards you're laying down correctly. By the way. But then all of a sudden, when it's convenient, we bring it back out uh, and say, "Well, now look, you, you know, I mean, this, you know, and, and then so it either matters or it doesn't matter. And and, it, and if it and if it doesn't matter, then it should always not matter. It can't matter sometimes and then not matter other times. That that that's all you know, I'm I, saying. Yeah, I completely agree with that. You know, I have a lot of friends. I, I I go on mission trips. I go out of country a lot. I have a lot of friends that are running mission organizations, and they were really upset about the travel bans when Trump first came in. And my word to them was, listen, 
first and foremost, the, pre- the president's mission is not the same as the church's mission. And just because the country, our president, says we can't do something or is not allowing something, doesn't forego our responsibility as a believer to fall through with the mission that God has given us. That's it. Because if and Jesus, so, yeah, this thing that somehow Jesus would be a Republican or a Democrat, that is, you will not find that. You're going to have a hard time supporting that with Scripture, either one of them. What, oh, yeah. he would, what he would probably say if we asked him about it, based on what he said in Scripture, now he never talked about a constitutional republic, but he talked about tyranny. And you know what he would have said? Pay your taxes and make disciples and teach them to obey everything that I've told you to obey. Pay your taxes, exactly. do the best you can with that, but don't let that be your identity. Don't let that yeah. be where your energy is focused. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do there, that's fine, but what I want you to do is to be making disciples and advancing my kingdom, which is not of this world, period. And uh, so you almost look like my responsibilities to my country is secondary, but it, but important. And, uh, and so I, I just don't place it where it doesn't belong. Yeah. It's important. So think, it's it, it's important, but it is not of the utmost importance. Yeah. Well, I, I do think that. But it's high ranking. Have, yeah, I do think too many of us as Christians have put too much faith in our government. Absolutely. And, and, and we've let them yeah. do the job we ought to be doing in a lot of cases. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we we have forgotten that the mission of the church is to proclaim the gospel. It is not to get a Republican or Democrat elected. Correct. Ultimately, it is to share the gospel. And too often, we take it. We've taken our eye off the ball and put our interest so much in trying to settle these different issues like abortion. Not that that's not important, but we forget the primary issue is sharing the gospel. And now, not that you don't speak up, not that you don't do your civic duty of voting, not that you don't pay your taxes, but you know, let the government do what it's supposed to do, and let us as believers do what we're supposed to be doing, which is preaching the gospel. Yeah, and, and filter that through. Like we're going to talk about in the uh, podcast coming up this weekend, and we're going to record that today. We're going to talk about if you're pro-life, that that's that's a different statement than being pro-birth. And uh, you know, we are, are well, even on that issue. We can't be going. We want you to have that baby. That baby deserves to live. And 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 we're going and we're going to do this and do that. Good and, luck. And we leave both <laughs> of you in the same position. And we don't even care if you're going to hell or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just uh, it's, it's just hey, by golly, we we you, you know hey, hey, I'm voting for them babies. Uh, how about this? No, we better be we better be focused on advancing Jesus. That that that's what we need to be focused on. Because if, if, if Jesus has not redeemed you, then you you are going. You're, we have not talked about you in eternal life. Everybody is going to live forever. Everybody, it's just according to where you're going to be, and what and what that's going to be like. So we have to be pro life, including eternal life, and actually giving someone a life once they're here, and uh, and that's where sometimes you can see that veer over, uh, and we start uh, talking about issues in a way that we don't want to get our hands dirty. Because it's easy to say these political slogans and send pictures of babies in the womb, and that's all important, and it's shocking, and it's true. Uh, but what are we doing about advancing the kingdom of God, which if people don't have that, if they're not redeemed, you haven't done anything for anyone. I mean, you've done nothing. And I, and, and I had to assess this in my own life, and, and I hope you can see that changing. I know it is changing that that's going to the forefront of my life, not the thing I get to when I've done everything else and see if there's any time left. That's just the forefront. That's up front. Because it's really all that matters when it's all said and done. I, I got news for you. This place is going away. We got a big vote coming up on ideology, and it's important, and everybody should participate. But 
He says that kingdoms and nations, they come and go. And he moves them like he moves water. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Hello there, man. I love getting the pictures of those butcher boxes showing up at the door on that first order. Everybody fired up and ready to go. Uh, when you're ordering your meat from Butcherbox, uh, remember uh, that, that you're getting meat that uh, there's been no antibiotics or hormones uh, in uh, in any of these meats. Uh, free-range organic chicken, which is fantastic. Uh, the heritage bread pork, if you have not tried their pork, you, you really haven't eaten pork. The taste is tremendous. Uh, 100% grass-fed and finished beef, fresh-caught seafood, the salmon and scallops are fantastic. Over 20 different cuts of meat to choose from, and, and they ship right to your front door. Uh, they also have on their website, take advantage of this, some great recipes that will help you prepare these meats, maybe in ways you never thought of before, or just give you a little variety. Um, or maybe you're somebody says, I'm kind of new to uh, you know, preparing meat, and I'd, I'd like to know how to do it. They can help you with that at butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Now, if you want to cross something off the big to-do list, uh, did you know that if you go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba right now, and, and you're going to say, I want to get started, your first box will include a free Thanksgiving turkey. Your first box will include a free Thanksgiving turkey. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Also, if you go to rickandbubba.com, you'll find a link right there under the sponsors button. So, hey, we got Thanksgiving turkey handled, and then you get the other stuff too. So, Helmsy, I know we're all trying to assess where we are um, and you know, with the, um, the, the, whole, the whole issue of – Damage after the the hurricane, and and this was a hurricane that you know the Gulf Coast people, they live with this and they're accustomed to this. Uh, those of us that live a little further inland, we we deal with tornadoes. We very rarely deal with hurricane uh, sustained winds for periods of time. This one, you know, Zeta came in hot and she rolled on up into the states uh, and got deep inland before she diminished, which means a lot of us now wake up to stuff everywhere. Yeah, uh, and you know I'm I'm getting pictures and mm, trying to figure yeah. out where everything is. The sun now the sun's coming up. If you're listening, hours out. If, so many points. Yeah, if you're listening to this live and and so you, everybody's trying to assess. And I understand you have been uh, assessing. I have. I uh, my day started off with uh, I actually had two things going over the last 48 hours. One that was storm related, and one that was not. The one that was not uh, it probably would have been storm related if it wouldn't have happened earlier. But I got I got out this morning, uh, left house at four a.m. Went to pull up my driveway and I could not get up it. There were so many leaves and pine. I've got a steep, steep driveway. Speedy seen it. Greg seen it. Wet leaves make it slick. I've and seen I it. I mean, I you have yeah. seen it. And yeah. and I mean, I am spinning. Well, I back up. I try a second time. Nothing there either. So I thought, well, you can get up it, but. Amanda's going to have trouble later on if mm-hmm. you don't get out and get these leaves and pine straw off the driveway. Yeah. And it was so – the second time around as I was backing up, I started sliding back down the hill, which is never good because I was about to go <laughs> no, off the side. And no. I thought, this is not good at all. So I went inside and I thought, so you're going to have to you're gonna have to crank the backpack blower. And it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do oh, this. Oh, no. 
and you're going to wake everybody up in your house, and you're going to probably wake Man. everybody up around Not old, back, old backpack's loud. It is loud. That thing, it cuts through you in the middle of a day. Well, it, I means, know. it means business. It means business. It and does. so I, mean, I got a sure enough good one. Mm-hmm. And Money. So I had to do it. And so I was out there this morning for about eight minutes blowing leaves and pine straw and sticks and from top to bottom of the driveway. Ooh, they hate you. And I'm <laughs> sure they do. But now I got up the driveway okay after it. <laughs> Um, so I had that to deal with, and I don't think Amanda. I don't think I woke anybody up. I think they actually slept through it. Which we have a box fan or two that that we yeah. we have out. Plus so the, that wind, was, the wind was probably, probably so loud they couldn't probably help. <laughs> but what I wasn't expecting happened about thirty six forty eight hours ago. Um, well, actually, it's been about twenty, probably about thirty hours ago because we were sitting in here yesterday, and I got a text from Caroline, my thirteen year old daughter, with a picture of a tree that just centered the trampoline. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Look at that picture. This was before the storm. So I already had this on me <laughs> oh my before. Gosh. And it's a large tree, by the way. Re- really big tree. Having a lot of trees around are nice, yeah. and it gives you such a woodsy feeling. But anything they can fall and hit, house, cars, yeah. whatever, it's always trouble. Isn't it? so hey, th- hey, who, look, who thought they could have something? I mean, that, it Rick. centered that baby. So that you think over. It, you think yeah, it would have bounced it back up. That's funny. So here's what's funny. Why they're heavy. Or ironic. Eight months ago, it's been less than eight months since we've had that thing, and I fought tooth and nail not to have it. I did not want a trampoline at our house. I've always fought that fight. And I finally gave up. You talking we, about we did, we did it on Yeah, we yeah. did it on the show. We covered it, the trampoline. Amanda had to go to Trustful only to be turned down that, hey, we don't have it anymore, and then drove that. to Prattville to pick that one up. Mm. And I dug, don't don't forget, I dug trenches for this thing in the backyard mm-hmm. for like three and four hours to get, to get this thing level. I remember this. Even gave a speech, and I guess it was about, I told Speedy, I think it was on the way home from church about three or four weeks ago, because um, everybody was in the car, and I just felt like I needed to get it off my chest. And I said, hey, listen, y'all are on like the three-week rule. If y'all don't get on that trampoline, I'm going to do something with it. Y'all have not been on it for months. It, they started off. They were on it. Well, a that's, ton. What, that's the problem with the trampoline. You come out of the gate hot. Yeah. and I, so many yeah. things. But, I mean, I, but it, it, it's a toy that cools probably quicker than any toy I've ever yeah, had. But I'll say this, Rick. They heard me on the speech, and they have been on it since. It's been every day. Worst case, every other day. We're reading books on it. We're doing homework. We're jumping. We're laughing. We're having a ball. I've even seen Amanda out there with them. All the girls laid up reading books and hanging out. And Point taken. The, yeah. So I thought, hey, they're actually using it. Well, I tell you what, they're not anymore. Nope. And now I've got that that's just hanging over me. I can't stand for stuff like that to be going on my yard and me not be able to do anything about it. You got a hard one. My day today is not going to allow me to get out there. My Mm. day tomorrow, my weekend, all that shot. I'm not going to be able to touch this until like Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll just call Gary. He'll do it. And that is driving me nuts mm-hmm. that I can't get out there. And hey, get this I mean, if you need me, you sh- I mean, I got stuff down here all over me right now. And but I need y'all's help. So here's a, here's what I think's going to happen now. So we're getting another one. Mm-hmm. My answer is going to be no. I'm thinking about telling them let's let's get into 2021 and see what happens. Try this. Listen, guys. I know when I talked the other day that probably a lot of you prayed about this, <laughs> and God has spoken. That's it. I, I like that. <laughs> Checkmate. It. He's taken out the trampoline. <laughs> God would probably save two or three broke arms. Right, right. Now Amanda yeah. claims Amanda, <laughs> and I don't remember this, and, and maybe I mean, somebody he killed could go this back even without it. the storm. <laughs> Amanda claims that I said on the air in my frustration as this uh, this unfolded right when COVID started and we got it, that I said it doesn't really matter. A tree's going to fall on it at some point anyway. 
She claims I said that on the air. Now I don't remember that. Probably did. I don't remember. It. I don't remember it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not either. I don't, I don't remember that. What about you, Speedy? I don't remember that. Adler, you remember it? I don't remember it. I don't remember that. No, well, he's saying no. If any of y'all want to help get that off of there, and well, and I guess my plan, I just thought I have to, I'll have to take it apart. Rick in had a battery powered chainsaw. You could borrow. Yeah, I know it. I'm still yeah, I've got, got a sure enough good one of those. Gas too. I just, crank. I just don't you want me to bring the rancher back over? Let me know. Um, it's a big tree. The um, I, I'm not so much worried about the trees. I want to get the eyesore that's folded up in half out of the way. I would love to help you, but I keep getting pictures from Gary of all the ones I have now. Sure. <laughs> Isn't it funny how you pay to have something, you buy something, and bring it in? Work so hard to set it up, then you'll end up paying somebody to take it off. Uh-huh. Yeah. You'd have been better just to pocket money on both ends and yeah. not have the headache. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we got the I think hours. I gave that speech to my family. <laughs> we, we, we got the hours, and I literally started the neighborhood. Anybody want this? Because yep. then you get to the point you don't even want money for it. Well, the, the greatest thing you could do for me is just take it away from here. Yeah. Rick, you know what's worse than a trampoline you, you could get rid of? Somebody could come pick it up. One that's no good. Yeah, you're going now. You're, I, I, mine is has to go to a dump. Here's what you're going to do. You got to deal with the tree because mm-hmm. we haven't got to the trampoline yet. Yeah. All right, you got to deal with the tree, yeah. and it's a big one. <laughs> it is. It'll take some time. It is. Okay. Got to be real careful. Not about sure to, how I'm going to get it off the trampoline. Yeah, I was about to say. How does that work? Right, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> I think you just let the, a couple days. Like you're saying, you just get the trampoline down to the ground, yeah. and then let the tree fall to the ground, and yeah. then, yeah, and then somehow. And so then when that's one over, big fire, then when you get then when the, <laughs> that's good. That's good. When you get all that cleaned up, which is going to take forever, it is. Yeah. Then you're going to look and you're going to have just a broken down trampoline that you got to find somebody hauling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and because it's broken, it won't come apart the right way. And you, yeah. know how you, yeah. you know how you're you right. couldn't get it in the ground to begin with. Right. Now you want to pull it out of the ground. <laughs> I know. You remember how it was in that box? It won't go out that way. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? A chainsaw won't cut up through metal. No, you'll think no. you'll, you'll need the sawzall. Springs laying everywhere. <laughs> sure. Every, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Forgot about those springs. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many of them. Mm. That's They're it. at high tension, too. Hey, nothing on flat ground. <laughs> no, <nothing>. Not one thing. By the way, just thank you. Thank you yourself. My kids got, because you said two months, they didn't do anything. They got six months out of it. Yeah. Maybe. And, uh, I mean, you know, you, you always have that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> File those memories away. We're right. not making any new ones. Right. Not on a trampoline at our house. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, God has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take your phone calls Rick next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 10 minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Well, uh, we'll get to your phone calls to wrap things up. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast coming out again this weekend. Uh, It'll be available for you coming up this Saturday. Uh, We'll record that today, and we'll talk to you a little bit about it tomorrow and get you ready for it for this weekend. If you'd like to go back and watch and listen to any of the past Rick and Bubba University podcasts, it's about 50, well, it's 50 plus, 52, 53, something like that. Uh, you can do that uh, by going to our pod, uh, to Rick and Bubba University, find it wherever you get podcasts, or go to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, and you'll see it as one of our playlists there as well. And here's a great year, America, before we get to phone calls. Here we These are the days of America. Well, Bubba, if we could tell everyone involved with the Girl Scouts, do not go the way of the Boy Scouts. 
Oh, please don't. Because you you're, 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 don't make the same mistakes the Boy Scouts have made. Uh, and, uh, and, and, we, and what mistake was that, Rick? Let's define the mistake they made. All right. So first of all, not knowing the people who actually keep your scouting organization going, the people who want to be in scouts, not yeah. knowing who those people are. And you, you, you started not, catering to people yeah. that are that is not your base. Well, here's the problem. They have a board of directors, and they got a lot of these people who were – you know, the CEO of AT&T and CEO of this and CEO of that. And they all came in, and they thought, I guess, well, they could bring a lot of money to the table and a lot of exposure. But what they did is they brought in their political correctness. Yep. And the Boy Scouts became more concerned with catering to political correctness than they did their, their core mission. And when they did that, people said, I'm out. People said, I'm going to start something else, Trail Life USA. I'm going to do something else. I'm out. The Boy Scouts don't stand for what it did when I was there. I know so many – I know people who were trying to get uh, the Eagle Scout, the top honor, yeah, and hurry up and get it done before the whole thing fell apart, mm-hmm. which it did. I know people that this was a big part of their family, and they yes. loved Boy Scouts. Tr- and- Tradition for generations. Generations. And this broke their heart because they took this great organization and something that was good about America, and they destroyed it with political correctness and did things on this show. Did we not say, when they started bending to, we no longer have this requirement to be a leader, that you be a heterosexual uh, man if it's dealing with with the boys, and then on the girls' side, the same thing, because we said, it doesn't matter how you feel about it, it would be inappropriate for a grown man to be camping out with girls, and do you remember I mean, too? So, they, so it's inappropriate for people who are who say my attraction is to the same gender. It's inappropriate for those people to be on camping trips with young males. And we said that. And what are the commercials you hear running on this show? On this show, if you have been sexually molested. Uh, by by the the uh, while you were in the Boy Scouts, contact us because you got a check coming. Are we not? Are there not commercials running like that right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So so maybe maybe we kind of had some idea with just walking around logic what we were talking about. And now the Girl Scouts. Don't... Do you remember too? They said they wasn't going to be just boys. They were going to let girls. Yeah. Out. What a ridiculous. They were going to you know they they and they were just applauded. Oh, inclusion. They're going to. They're so forward thinking. They, they're letting everybody in. It's great. Floyd the Barber was telling yeah. me. I guess it was. <laughs> and, that's what and, every, okay. and everybody was so excited. Every one of those moves, every one of those moves, because we've got walking around since, we said we'll destroy the Boy Scouts, and every one of them has proven to be absolutely correct. And now look at the state you're in now. Now you're paying out lawsuits, just like we told you was going to happen. So, Girl Scouts, here's what you got to do don't make the same mistake. They go out and say they're going to congratulate Amy Coney Barrett as being one of only five women to ever be put on the Supreme Court, and they got so much flack about it, they've deleted the post. Hmm. They, they couldn't even say <clears throat> to these girls, here is a hero for girls to look at and, uh, and, and has made history for women. And, Rick, in the picture they had, okay, in the picture that they put with this post, they had Amy Coney Barrett, they had uh, Elena Kagan, 
they had Sotomayor up there, and they had Sandra Day, Sandra Day O'Connor. They had the other female justices. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. They had the other justices up there. Right. It was not a political post. No. It was a post about celebrating women who had made it to the highest court in the land. Who that was Sandra Day O'Connor was the first one. Yeah, and and here here is a what some of the post. Unreal. What kind of patch does one little girl have to to earn for uplifting a woman who's the antithesis of justice? What does that even mean? How is Amy Coney Barrett the antithesis of justice? Can somebody explain that to me? The only thing that <laughs> makes, based on what? that makes her hated. She was appointed by Trump, mm-hmm. and she is very pro family. Husband, wife, kids, adopted children. They hate that. You're talking about the evil nuclear family. They mm-hmm. yep. hate that. You're going to get Robin to come. Another Lifetime Girl Scout, Girl Scout said, I'm ashamed I'm of not, this post. I'm not taking that call today. And listen to this one. <laughs> listen to this post. And this is where the Girl Scouts need to stand up and say, this is who we are. We certainly, people have their freedom to be what they want to be. But we're an organization. We're a private organization. Because if you if you go out like the Boy Scouts did and you say, we want to go out here with all these CEOs of these big companies that they're trying to sell products so they don't want to upset anybody, apparently, unless you're a Bible-believing follower of Jesus, but nobody else. Uh, and so, and this person says, I always felt uneasy as a trans person in this organization. But now I really understand that this message, the Girl Scouts really do not support me or my trans LBGTQ siblings. You know what I would say? You're right. We don't. We're, we're the Girl Scouts of America. You know, we're, we're here for females who, who are biological females, and we're here, and we want we, we to raise up. Uh, you mean XX? Or yeah, that? girls to be young women, to have an impact for their country, and to be, have, be women of great integrity and character. And we don't really chase all this other stuff. It's Girl Scouts, and we define Girl Scouts as whatever it says on your birth certificate. Stand up for what you so, believe so, in so, so, and be right and, and be proud of it and fight for what you believe in. Quit caving. Yeah, because what's going to happen is you think you cave to these people, and all they do is turn on you. Mm-hmm. You, need yeah. to, you need to play to the base of, of what you were known for. Because what you're going to find, you start embracing all this, and then people who find this to be – you're going to offend somebody one way or another. I would just keep offending the people that never supported you anyway. Yeah. Because what you're yeah. going to do, you're going to flip, and now somebody's going to say, yeah, I just don't feel the same way about buying them cookies. <laughs> At one time, I thought it was kind of cute, and I liked it, but I'm not going to be a part of an organization that's going to cave and change what the Girl Scouts of America once stood for somehow. Because I don't know how to tell you this. There, people can get along without the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. They really can and what you need to do is to realize the people who support you and always have and what you were designed from from the inception and never move away from that. And and let all this hollering and yelling come and go. Meanwhile, go out and have a great Girl Scout camp and sell some great cookies. That's right. Bring yeah. bring those uh, oatmeal, what do they call them, peanut butter oatmeal and those Whatever. thin mints. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I got to tell you right now, caving to this, it don't make February look the same way to me. Mm-hmm. Bubba, you love girls. I, how about this? How about my, my doctor? Y'all forgot said, I broke quarantine yeah. to go pick up cases yeah. of it yeah. that was delivered yeah. but, on but a secret dock at a lake. Maybe I'm wrong about this <laughs> based on that example. Based on that example, I may be wrong. But there Thank is a line. On. There is a line they can cross with you, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because there's sure. other cookies. Sure. Sure. You know, there's other yeah. cookies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are. There's a lot of cookies out there. <laughs> Chip Ahoy, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you see, if you see some. If you see some post-puberty 
14-year-old male in a Girl Scout outfit saying he's a girl, you still going to go get you some cookies? Mm. That's a tough one there, Rick. I know. I'm just putting the bag. Thanks. Bubba, Rick and Bubba.